Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash, with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Let's, pretend, let's start the show early and pretend to start it early here. Casey's getting ready to walk you in. You mean so pretend we're starting on time without her? Absolutely. Yes, Casey's basically late, and she's pulling in, and I took her parking spot by the door, so, um, yeah, we're going to act like we're starting. Hurry up. I'll just let you start talking. She might have drove down. She was going to park next to me. Maybe she didn't do it. Every little thing. No, she's probably just taking forever to get out of her car. She's still parked right there? She made the spot right here. She's about to walk in. All right, go. All right, let's go into spot on, spot off. The NASCAR Xfinity <laughs> Series race ran laps on Saturday night in the mist. Ben. You're a half hour late. Yeah, we started at noon. 12 uh, o'clock. <laughs> I just texted you to come in quietly when we saw your... Well, so much for that. Jeez. All right. She's eating something. What are you eating? <laughs> Looks like a waffle. So you made a parking spot because I took yours? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We haven't started yet. Yeah, you're not late. <laughs> oh, you're, you're actually... No, actually, you're late. Hey, man, Freddie's gave us... We, we got PTSD yeah. from Freddy. <laughs> the following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Door, bumper, clear. Clear by two, please really shallow entry. Door, bumper, clear. Hey everybody, I'm TJ Majors, part of the 6 Cup car, the 8 Xfinity car, and the O2 truck this weekend. Long weekend. Even Brett came to the track. Not it was a long trucks. weekend. Not Brett Griffin, Brett Griffin he, spotter for he Chandler Smith. <laughs> when he runs, the good old Cup Series car with Kyler Gracing. And uh, Freddie, welcome back, man. Hey, hey yeah, Freddie. Freddie's alive. I People. am still, still kicking, still alive. Apologies to Artie. <laughs> I should have probably maybe showed up last week. And the week. producers and, uh, and Golden. Well, I don't Grey like Go- you guys. I like Artie. The Grey Goose <laughs> is over there. I mean, she was expecting you to be here. I was actually worried about you. They were all like, no. There was reason to be worried about me. I uh-huh. promise you. Well, so what happened? Uh, I might have slept in. I told you. <laughs> no, I man. It. You said you blacked <laughs> I, I did some somebody some we had to go out like listen Brett only turned sixty once so we so went out for Brett's birthday. So he's the one birthday. that was sober on the show and you were I, the one. You called him sober on that show. I said, <laughs> played it well. Uh, but no, I slept in. I was tired and probably for the best. He I, was tired. He's yeah. I, I was probably for the best. <laughs> of all the f-ing excuses, he comes up with tired right here live. <laughs> it's not an excuse. I think he's, if you know me well enough, you how know. How long have the, you been rehearsing that? Happened. I, was, uh, I was tired. The best thing that happened to me that day was probably not coming to this podcast. <laughs> I was tired. I felt about four o'clock in the afternoon Watch that this. I still didn't need to be here. So every every other every year, every time he tries to eat his toast, every other year, Freddie goes missing, and that was just it was his turn. I think it's been a couple years since that happened. That's what I'm saying. It's every yeah. other. Uh, so what is this? Twenty three. So two <laughs> two thousand twenty five. What? How old are you? Is that your fifty? When do you turn? 50? That'll be fiftieth. Oh. F- yeah. So what happened? <laughs> well, what's the last thing you remember from that night? No, I just did my alarm. Uh, my phone this was off, like, so my alarm didn't go. Hey, we are going back to Gateway. We are <laughs> going back to St. Louis. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hey, that might be beneficial. <laughs> so did you turn your phone off or what happened? I guess. I don't know. Something happened. <laughs> My phone was off. No no alarm. Woke up about 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Where? Mike Davis My called me oh. and he said, uh, we, were t- we were talking about a few things. We got a bunch of fun projects we're working on behind the scenes. But anyway, he says, so what happened with Freddie? And I told him the story and he's like, oh, this one's almost better than the Columbia story. We got to get him to tell us the story one day. But obviously it's not going to be today because Freddie was tired. You know who we need <laughs> on here who has a lot of stories like that? You know who I'm talking about. Who? Hovis. Yeah. Oh, God. Our buddy Hovis, who, I, who just won the Indy 500. Is he still with Penske? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's won the 24-hour race. He's been part of everything. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Listen, so, I am still Freddie Kraft. I am now, by the way, I don't know if you guys caught this last week, I am now an Emmy Award-winning spotter. Are you? Just for the record. Oh, that I, show, yeah. That my 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 two appearances on that Netflix documentary clearly. Is that what you were up, celebrating? <laughs> clearly, but no, I celebrated this dip- birthday but uh <laughs> clearly put us over the top for that but it was a spotter for bubba wallace chandler smith all day yesterday wow uh, <laughs> and night i guess you could call it uh and i also had the 20 truck which was matt mills this week what's up casey how was your waffle um it was great Thank was there guys. syrup on it no there's peanut butter peanut butter mm-hmm. it's my breakfast and lunch oh yeah good work well, is it like a real waffle or is it like a healthy waffle? It's a healthy waffle. What's yeah. it made from? Cardboard? Trying to, no, it's made from whole grain rice or something. Oh, I don't that know. Sounds it delicious. Just, that sounds so good. It could just say that it'll help you like get fit and I'll eat it. So at this point we're here. Um, Meanwhile, what? Andrew's over here eating French fries and ranch dressing. <laughs> <laughs> You're over here talking about rice waffles and stuff. If, if you did triathlons, <laughs> you could probably eat whatever the hell you wanted. Also, <laughs> you do triathlons? Not, yeah, this isn't ranch. What I don't know. You're what, not what I picture as a triathlon elite. No, you do not look <laughs> like a guy. Triathlon elite. <laughs> that's what you call them, people. Triathlon elites. Yep, that's oh, what it is. Okay. So well, you can run anyway. and swim. No, I can, no, I, I he skips swim. the swimming part. No. My ass. <laughs> he just runs. That's why he wins. <laughs> I'm not doing that. He actually rides his bike now, in the water. Could you imagine getting out of the water, Freddie? Minding your size and having to get on a bicycle and ride it wet? No. What, uh, what's the order? What you swim, swim, bike, run. First. Swim, bike, run. Yeah, that'd be miserable. I, I like, drown before I, don't I ever even get like back walking to the bike. in the bathroom after I get out of the pool. Much less getting on a bicycle. <laughs> You actually dry off real fast. Oh. You guys look like the type of guys that would go to the beach and do those like photo shoots like the girls would do for Instagram. <laughs> Freddie be down there laying out like <laughs> you'd be down there getting the spike lee. I'll tell you what we don't stuff. ever have to worry about, Britt, is what? doing a triathlon. <laughs> nah. What about a Iron I mean, Man or something? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna skip them also. So you're I mean you're not gonna do what Tab's kid does? Can't do anything. Oh, American Ninja? Ninja? Yeah. No. No, that I'm kid would beat all five. That, oh, that would I would <laughs> I would pay to see that. He would. Uh, Anyway, did we have a race this week? Um, well, we had a few races. The They're all on the same day, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were. Greatest weekend in motorsports. Well, I guess the greatest day in motorsports. Um, it was a little bit longer than I think we all anticipated. But what do you guys think overall? I thought it was phenomenal. And a shout out to all the winners. Obviously, Max Verstappen put on a butt whooping at, at Monaco. Blaney, Al Geyer, who am I missing? Indy 500 winner, Joseph Newgarden. New Garden. Joseph. 
Uh, good day to be Roger Penske yesterday yeah. and the day before. Win That's the Indy sure. 500 and I the Coke every 600. day is a good day. That's <laughs> probably true. <laughs> and, and your man, Jesse Love. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesse Love did yeah. win this week. Yeah. Yeah. I, please announce him in the media center when he wins. Jesse Amanda, Love. I think she your did, race winner, Jesse Love. But it was a great weekend. I mean, if you're a race fan, it doesn't really get much better than that. Even the dirt world, man. I flipped on Dirt Vision the other night. I couldn't pick what to watch. Yeah. A lot of good racing. Damn. That Monaco race, uh, that Monaco race is perfect because you usually wake up. I went out on uh, Saturday night and you wake up. Oh, I'm so shocked. And, that I woke up. Me too. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, you get up at 8 o'clock or whatever it is. I think it goes green, 8 30, 9 30, something like that. And you turn it on and you, it's the perfect race to just fall right back to sleep because it's uh, the once most it goes green. <clears throat> what was it? Like 30 years since they've had a pass for the lead? Like yeah. something ridiculous. Could like you that? imagine <laughs> being an F1 fan and saying that this is the best racing in the world? <laughs> I think even they would concede that that is I mean, more of a spectacle than a race. According to that one guy, it's going to overtake. Yeah, Gunther. He's going to overtake everything in the U.S. Yeah, right. <clears throat> that, that was an actual stat, though, We right? should run like, Monaco with the cup cars. <laughs> I think it was 1996 was the last time they had a green flag pass for the lead. Like, yeah. not pitch strategy, like on track pass for the lead was yeah. 1996. But they're I was, doing a great job of promoting the series. <laughs> I think it's more just about – it's not even about the, the – um, you know, side by side or pass like that. It's just that track. It's more versed to track, you know, but it's still, oh, yeah. it's not, it's like you said, it's boring after you watch three laps. I mean, it's intense. So when you ride them on boards and see how close they're getting to the walls and stuff, but like, it's just not the rain saved it a little bit because <clears> you, you could see how like on edge they were a couple like even for and they did a good job building that up. And too. Verstappen's out front by whatever, yeah, 15, like 20 minutes. seconds. Yeah, like and four and minutes. He's still, you know, getting out of shape and still pushing as hard as he can. So that was, that was interesting I don't think watch, Max knows how to run at like an 8 else? out of 10. Yeah. He is an 11 out of 10 every lap. And it's amazing to watch. But Indy 500 was good. Amazing. <clears throat> First yeah. half was kind of... Uh, but I mean, half, that was... Second half, phenomenal. But it was cool to see even the fuel deal and how they let, you know, you lead, no, you lead. And or I want to lead. No, I want to lead. But it's fun to watch that go back and forth and some of the moves them guys make into one. It's a uh, it's I mean it's exciting and the announcers they had did a great job too. I they thought NBC both of them series their announcers are phenomenal. They uh, are Lee, Lee <clears throat> Diffie is borderline my favorite like especially in the sport right now like not going back to history. They sang a song about that guy Lee. No, I don't Lee, think, no. Lee Diffie. <laughs> You related to Joe? You're such an idiot. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're from the same town. Uh, but them guys do a phenomenal job, especially them. I don't know how the Formula One guys. The Formula One guys think if you had your eyes closed, you think you're watching a hell of a race. And yeah. then there's nobody anywhere near each other. <laughs> VA supercars are the same way. Really? Those guys, those guys are awesome. They do you you're like you would think they're four wide for the lead every corner. Tell me about the cup series, though. Back up a minute. I think we just had four of the most exciting weeks that we've had back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back <clears throat> in probably seven or eight years. You go back to the racing at Kansas, Darlington. We went to North Wilkesboro. Hell of a race last night at Charlotte. I don't know that we've had four weeks this good in the last seven or eight years. No, we're definitely trending in the right – like just the on-track yeah. product. Obviously, North Wilkesboro's on-track wasn't the best, but <clears throat> the, the atmosphere around that place and, and the excitement leading up to that event was phenomenal. And then the racing has been great at Kansas, Darlington, and yesterday. It's okay not to be three wide every single lap for the lead. <laughs> yeah. It's okay to, for some guy I'd to, actually prefer it. <laughs> it's okay for some guy to be really good. They've out, they had a better setup than everybody one week. 
and the guy's a phenomenal driver. So it's okay to have that happen once in a while. We've seen a guy get hit in the jaw. We've seen a guy get mm. pushed. We've seen a guy get right reared. We've seen a ton of lead changes. We've yeah. seen a ton of great racing in the Cup Series. It's been a really long time since the car, the track, and everything has performed as well as it has. Look, it still needs – we need the short track – package to be completely different than what it is but this nostalgia at north wilkesboro was phenomenal and again i'll just I'll, I'll pound my chest on this one best four weeks i remember in a long time it's well, been good and i mean shout out to the crowds at pretty much every single race yeah. that i've seen so i mean far. shout out to the people that Who were there around. yesterday you know I, I i tweeted out something yes because i was sitting i was parked out there like kind of in the fan area or around the fan area and just the amount of people that were still there and coming back in this is for the 11 o'clock Xfinity race. Then the crowd tripled probably for the cup race. Um, you know, obviously it wasn't completely full. People can't be there that long. But the amount of people that stayed there just went to show the passion. And then when I walked in, I walked in the gate on Monday morning for the Xfinity race. There's Marcus and Graham Smith standing at the main gate, just shaking people's hands, taking pictures with everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, just showing their appreciation for the fact that people stood in. And so just a great job by everybody kind of all around. And shout out to SMI all those you mentioned and Greg, I mean, the idea that they had or a fan mentioned, hey, what if we have a cup series ticket, cup race ticket, can we come watch Xfinity race and just fill those empty seats? I mean, that worked out so well. I feel like everyone was happy, a great day of racing, and they did it right. I'll tell you who I wouldn't want to be. <laughs> Any of them race directors up there dealing oh, with that weather. Oh, man. That was pretty miserable. Yeah, it was it was not and you're ideal. like no and any like that's the worst weather too the mist that you can't see on the radar the, like the only complaint I had and I and I addressed this with somebody from that side of it on Saturday night was like you just we we go so long without hearing anything thank God I think it was Marcus tweeted something on a Sunday night leading into the 600 yeah. like you, you just know want we're hoping to just like just give us your mindset right here because we went yeah. i mean even on our side of it we went Three we hours. got one update at like 12 45 and then they can't like they pulled the plug or something at like four o'clock or something i can't remember but like we went three hours without any update on Sunday. Well, on no, on Saturday. Uh, yeah. You know, <clears throat> and I said, you know, I said, man, you just, I don't care what it is. Just say, hey, we're, you know, we're still a go. It, it just every hour, every whatever it is, just mm -hmm. more for the fans. Just be, you know, send something out for the fans. Yeah, I don't know what plan. they say, what they say on TV if yeah. they give any updates on TV, but it's just, you know, just something to keep them either interested or or going home. But it was that, that was tough. But I I don't envy anybody in that position because you're trying to weigh out. TV slots, and obviously you're going to weather. lose a lot of your audience if you if you have to postpone it at, any, at all. And you're trying to pre predict the weather as yeah. well. Yeah, so. and then like, and you see, like we saw it all day on uh, Saturday was there, there, the radar was clearing up and it never stopped raining. You know, yeah. the, it was just a heavy mist, light rain. We kind of saw the same thing on Sunday. The amount of people that were walking in Sunday in the rain, I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I thought there was, I thought we were going to start. I thought there was race was getting ready to start or something. There was so many people there going in still, but great crowd. Yeah, and I thought and I thought they did a great job calling the races when they did. They didn't stick around all night. They got to a point on Sunday where they realized, listen, if we don't start drying now, we're never going to get started by a reasonable time. So they called the race. They did the same thing on Saturday, kind of. They you know they realized yeah. at early three or four o'clock that that was we're, we're in a bad spot. We're going to call this one early. So now your entire day is not ruined. You're not sitting there in the racetrack. Obviously, part of your day was we were there for a while. My day was ruined because I got, I got home. It was awful nice of you to sit in traffic with all the fans for two hours on, on Sunday. Yeah, that was going to be my wooden idiot. My brother, John. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he John, sat in traffic. 
No, no, I sat in traffic oh. for two hours. For two hours. <laughs> uh, what an idiot. <laughs> for, exactly. <laughs> was John, your first race, Freddie? John, Jeez. John was. Here's how here's how tight these windows are, and we know like if you see us after the race and you say hi to us Did on the way out. Did you get nervous? No, 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 no. I was fine. <clears throat> uh, I was sitting in my truck, running, ready to go. I was waiting on a passenger. So you know, we we talk. If you see us after the race and try to talk to us, unfortunately, we're not going to talk to you because we have to get the hell out of there to the plane. And you know, we'll wave hi, whatever. But stopping and talking is very rare. Leaving a racetrack for us. So yesterday or Saturday. Was it Saturday? Sunday. 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 Me and Reed Sorensen are parked next to each other. We get a text. We talk, start texting each other, me and TJ, that we heard about a 6 o'clock meeting. All right, we hear probably 6.30 they're going to pull the plug. So I tell John to get to my car because he's camping with his buddies. So I tell Reed to go. Reed leaves probably five to seven minutes before I did. Reed got right home. I was in traffic for two hours. Like just Leaving. Getting, oh, leaving. Yeah, oh, no, that yeah, sucks. Leaving the racetrack. Out of that green lot. I would have left him. <laughs> I should have left him. I would have left him. I don't he, know if you know this about John, but he will let you down. He will do that more often than not, I feel like. I would have left yeah, him. I've seen him do it many <laughs> yeah. times. I, I was, the whole ride home, I was just steaming mad. Yeah. And he was just, he did not know what to say. He's like, I, I can't believe a couple minutes makes all that difference. And I was like, it does. Trust me. And I'm going to tell yeah. you what John wasn't doing coming to the car. He wasn't walking fast. He actually, nah. he was, the funniest thing was he was in a dead sprint because he knew I was going to kill him. And then he got in the truck and I thought he was going to die. So, and we would have been in trouble because there was no way medical attention was going to get to yeah. us anytime soon. I got a, I got home. My power went out 30 minutes before I got home. and didn't come back on until 3 o'clock in the morning. Oof. So that was nice. The good news is I did get to see the guy from Indy that's tire hit his car. He passed, oh, me. He passed me out by the drag strip. Yeah. Did you see that? No. <laughs> it's, there there well, was a was white a car with the nose. It's right oh, the front of the no. nose was killed on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tweeted a picture of it. I said, oh, man, this, I've been in traffic so long. This guy made it all the way from Indy. What do you think? How uh, about that? Listen, yeah. like, we can joke <laughs> around about that now. Thank God. Oh, but that could have been a disaster. Like, a full-blown, I mean, multiple fatalities in the grandstands oh. if that tire goes. I can't believe it didn't mess mid- that car up more than it did. Yeah. It must have It must have slowed down or hit something else before it got to that car, I, I mean, obviously. how does it slow down? It's coming down. Well, it's just bouncing, you know. <clears throat> yeah, but, maybe. But, I mean. Maybe. Thank God it didn't hit that grand. Yeah. I mean, it. I didn't. I saw an angle kind of from a straightaway, so I couldn't tell exactly how close it was, but. It looked a hell of a Did lot closer. Did it hit closer. the top of the fence? I don't know. No. No, no. no, no it, it, it went, went right out. over it. No, it yeah. went between the hotel and the end of the grandstand, thank God. I didn't know. Someone said it, it clipped the top of the fence when it was going over just a little bit, and it shot it up so. a little I bit higher. I didn't see that, yeah. I, I think it was way I did over too. the top of the fence. That's what I thought. And, man, oh. that, that was uh, that was scary. We I didn't see the wreck. Here. We had to happen here in Charlotte years back, 20 years ago. And, uh, yeah, you never want to see debris going into the grandstands. I mean, we saw Larson's engine end up in the gate Daytona, in yeah. Daytona and the tire went in the stands that day fortunately it, where it landed it didn't hit anybody uh, but no I mean you're talking about something that weighs probably 50 60 pounds going 100 plus miles an hour that yeah. thing would be like a bomb coming at we've you we've seen some big wrecks like Elliot at Pocono that was big that Larson there Austin Dillon at Daytona right in front of us yeah, yeah. I remember that Austin Dillon oh. was scary yeah we I had family sitting down there for the Austin Dillon one. We won that race, and Del Jr., as soon as we crossed line, you I mean, I'm sure you heard that he's, he's oh. oh, my gosh. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that was crazy. Thank God everybody's okay. That could have been yeah. catastrophic. <laughs> but what, what a race. Uh, hey, Freddie, what in the world happened to you guys at the end, going from 16th to 4th on that last restart? Just hauling ass. I we were hauling ass all night, but then we 
would unfortunately have to pit if things didn't go so well on pit road for us last night just uh started really on whatever day they went to tech we failed twice lost our our pit box selection and that was just a snowball's effect of just bad happening on pit road we we came in one time they they looked at me like maybe the first stop we drove up we had a bad first run we went backwards to about 20th 25th somewhere like that just kind of we know it's a 400 lap or we don't care we're just going to try and get to this comp caution and figure it out so then we drove back up into like the top 12 or so had a bad pit stop went back drove back up again had a bad pit stop go back um and it was just kind of circumstantial stuff of one time it looked like the jack got dropped a little too fast the right rear tire wasn't on green flag stopped the tire rolls away we get a green uh uncontrolled tire or interference of pit penalty our pit box was the guys were we were having to go around the 34 times then the 48 would come around us and the seven would come around him so nobody could really position themselves to get out of their box. So we'd all jammed the four of us up. Well, one time late in the race, we were back up in the top 10. And this is something I want to ask you guys about. 34 car loses a tire, right? We're on the green flag stop. Yep. 34 car loses a tire. So that's an automatic two-lap penalty now as, as part of the penalty on top of the crew member suspensions. So he comes to pit road. Well, they hold the 34 in his box for two laps. And now I've got to go around the 34 with the 48 coming around me. So I can't get in my box to stop short. So now I end up, we, I, T, Bubba, I, people love when they say, we say I on here. It's a fan. I love it. But uh, so I come around the 34, the 48 blocks us in, the seven blocks the 48 in. And it's all because NASCAR is making this guy serve a penalty when pit road is open. Like, I feel like that penalty should be either before they open pit road or when we're done with the cycle, because now the 34th race is over anyway. He was going to lose laps and be done there. And now you've penalized me. You've penalized the 48. You've penalized the seven for something that the 34th tire fell off. Well, I think it's just easily avoided when you say, "Okay, we're done with the cycle. Now bring the 34 in. And you know how to fix this, right? Don't fail tech that many times. Oh, obviously, but it wouldn't it would, like it, it could be anybody. You know what it I mean? It could be, but it, I, like, mean, I, what, I mean, obviously, I said from the right from the gets ago, we put ourselves in the hole by failing tech. But yeah. if that's the forty eighth box when he doesn't fail tech, it's just the way it works out. He didn't do nothing wrong, but now he's getting penalized for the thirty fours mistake. Like that's not right in my opinion. I think it's very easily corrected by let it let us all cycle through and then open pit road for or close pit road. Bring him down. Serve your two lap penalty. And go. It doesn't have to be under yellow. Like hold him for a lap and a half, and then send him. Like it. It shouldn't be. We used a penalty. to have a penalty box at the end of pit road. It should. Yeah. Remember that. It shouldn't Bring be a penalty for him. for other guys around him just because he lost a tire. Like we had nothing to do with that, but it cost us ten spots, and that's why. To answer your question, we were so far back with a fast race car, and then but we just maybe made, he didn't want to pit by you either. <laughs> we just made the top work on all the late late restarts, missed a couple wrecks, and and found ourselves. With, I mean, we were really good all night, or we were pretty good all night. I shouldn't say really good, but when, when you say missed wrecks, did you throttle up again? Yeah, I hammered down. <laughs> no chances. Uh, I didn't want to slow down. I tell you, who wasn't happy with Bubba Wallace yesterday? Yeah. Who's that? Bodie. Bodie? Bodie met Bubba uh, at the back of the hauler. We were over there hanging out with Tyler, and Bubba came by. And uh, All Bodie talked about all morning was, he think Michael Jordan's going to be at the race track? <laughs> I mean, literally, this kid's 10 years old. It's all he wants to do is meet Michael Jordan. And I was like, Bodie, I doubt it. Like, it's Monday. It's Memorial Day. Mm. I, I doubt he's here. Daddy lives in Charlotte. He owns the Hornets. You know, he's, he's probably going to be there. So Bubba <laughs> walks up, and Bubba and Bodie were talking. And Bubba goes, hey, you know MJ's here, right? Bodie's eyes light up. He's oh, like, he looks no. at me. He looks back at Bubba. Bubba goes, I'm just messing with you. Oh, and my he walked God. Off. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bodie was not happy with Bubba Wallace. I can tell you that. <laughs> Neither was Eric. Neither was Eric. Maybe there's, Bodie got to Eric. There's probably a list maybe, of people. Maybe Bodie got to Eric and said, Eric, I need you that to was, handle it. Listen, I'm a University of South Carolina diehard fan, but I grew up in the 80s watching Michael Jordan play basketball and, and Jeff Lebo. And, I mean, you could go down a list, all the freaking awesome basketball players North Carolina's had. To see that Jumpman car – and that Air Jordan logo on that Carolina blue cool. car was freaking awesome. If you grew up in the Southeast or if you're in your 40s and loved college basketball, like how can you not look at that car and I, just go, man, what a what a what a awesome simple the, uh, paint scheme. I couldn't believe the hate. Like I saw that came, that scheme getting like tons of hate on the internet. And I'm like, this scheme is that's perfect. From, that's like, from people sites, who don't understand branding. What sites you looking at? Look, 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 Twitter, look, of course. Look, look at how genius that Nike swoosh is. Look at how genius that Jumpman brand is. Like you don't even need words. Yeah. Just like the M and McDonald's these days, right? So these people that are fussing about that, thank God they are over brands because they don't understand how branding works. I thought the car looked good. Stood out like, yeah. I mean, it was ridiculous. I like the color was cool. The, I thought it was going to be the one to beat for a while. It was pretty quick. It was fast. Who's the uh, Who's the better dunker, like Vince Carter or Michael Jordan? Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm I Team MJ every day, all day, man. Oh, I guess I got to be, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. J. I plead the fifth. I'm just saying, I mean, one of the Vince, first. Vince Carter was North Carolina, wasn't he? Yeah. He yeah. Was from Dude. Daytona Beach, Florida. Oh, that's right. The school. Yeah. They got that Hit name down there. The gym yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great basketball. But again, you could go down a list of guys who Dude, are Dude, I think he's there. probably a little bit better at dunking. We've been telling you for years now that RacingUSA.com is Dormover Clear's go-to store for the latest and greatest officially licensed NASCAR merchandise. Do you guys remember those cheap NASCAR model kits we bought growing up? Well, at RacingUSA.com, you can order 2023 adult NASCAR model kits available for Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, Eric Jones, Jimmy Johnson, Joey Logano, Kyle Busch, Martin Truex Jr., Ryan Blaney, and William Byron. The models are intended for adults 18 years of age. Each driver's model is part of a very limited edition run. It has more than 140 pieces with detailed instructions. Plus, it's officially licensed and made here in the United States. Also, the dual autograph number 14, Tony Stewart Talladega Old Goat Diecast, autographed by Tony Stewart and Chase Briscoe, is selling fast. There are only 96 total pieces being produced and are close to selling out. Just go to RacingUSA.com's homepage and click on You Old Goat Dual Auto 124th banner on the bottom of the page. Fans, RacingUSA.com is truly unique. Every product they sell is discounted every day. No coupon code is needed. You are guaranteed the lowest pre-order prices. Your in-stock orders are shipped the very next business day, and you can select from a wide assortment of the newest officially licensed die-cast, apparel, hats, helmets, novelties, and collectibles for the sport's most popular drivers many of which are exclusive to RacingUSA.com. So whenever you want a new hat, T-shirt, die-cast, helmet, or novelty to support your favorite driver, shop RacingUSA.com, Google's top-rated store for NASCAR merchandise. Hey, everyone. Dirty Mo Media President Mike Davis here. Excited to tell you about one of our newest sponsors at Dirty Mo, Airbnb. The irony here is that Airbnb is new to Dirty Mo Media, but Dirty Mo Media is not new to Airbnb. It has been accommodating us for years. And if you are a race fan, and I think you are, you know why. I mean, you've booked hotels at, uh, during a race weekend. They're, the prices are insane. You're stuck with these unreasonable multi-night minimums. Whereas Airbnb, you got many choices, all within proximity, and it ends up being way more affordable. Now, I'm not only a frequent Airbnb guest, but my wife and I are also Airbnb hosts. And you should be too. We've been doing it for years. I'll tell you why. We have an investment property that we realized it could be earning additional income 
through Airbnb. You don't have to have an investment property to do that. You could just find extra space in your home. That works too. It all could be making you some extra cash. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, well, on that note, great topic, guys. Let's head into Spot On, Spot Off. Spot On, Spot Off. Spot Off. Spot On. <laughs> yeah, Spot On. It was super fun yesterday to ride around there. And I am Spot Off. Damn. Where did he come from? First topic. The NASCAR Xfinity Series race ran laps on Saturday in the mist before NASCAR ultimately threw the caution, postponing the race to Monday. Spot on, spot off, Freddie. Uh, I mean, not ideal, obviously, but they're doing everything they can. Listen, the, the, the biggest thing about the Xfinity Series, people got to remember this week, was they Portland. were they're going to Portland, and a lot of teams were needing to leave essentially last night or this morning to get there on time with you know drivers can only drive so far you know with with, I think if you had one driver you had to leave Monday night and somebody said if you had two drivers you could leave sometime this morning or or a little bit early afternoon um, to get out there physically that's just 52 hours yeah just to get there so uh, you know they were kind of in a box so I know why they pushed it you know I know they were just doing everything they could to get that race to lap 90 so that them guys didn't have to stay till after the cup race because we knew the weather was going to clear up throughout the day it seemed like but they were just doing everything they could and it but it was sketchy you can see it coming in and like it just set in with that heavy mist and yeah once we had that comp caution i knew we were in trouble because we lost all all progress we made and then that the one run the at the it was at the end of the first stage i guess it was <laughs> really slick like chandler i seen he went to the bottom one time to try and run the bottom of three and four yeah. and i thought we were gonna wreck so I, and you can see the lap time were slowing down by like a half a second because guys are just they just couldn't go as hard as you fall wanted off, to. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was it was sketchy. But I I, I I don't fault them for it because obviously nobody crashed. But it was it was pushing the limits. Of yeah, what they were. I thought they did a good job. My favorite part that when we were getting roll off pit road and they <laughs> the guy on the roof the spot the the NASCAR official on the roof. You were there, weren't you? No, you weren't there Saturday or Sunday. You wasn't up there for that part. Yeah, I thought could, you were. Oh, you weren't there race. for cup race yesterday. Race only. I thought, oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> it's raining, Tower. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, I, one time I wanted him to say, because the, we'd go back up there, and they were like, uh, what do the spotters think? You know, ask the drivers, thumbs up, thumbs down. So yeah. we're all like, thumbs down. I just wanted, most of us were not even there anymore. We had gone down because it was raining It so was hard. like raining hard. Like, you're caught, <laughs> it was that hard. And I just wanted him to be like, the spotters have left. <laughs> like, there's nobody left up here because it's raining, Tower. So he looked around. He looked around like, hey, what's the spotters thing? He looked around and like, everyone's walking off. And he goes, uh, it's raining, Tower. <laughs> it was uh, pretty funny. But not ideal. But I listen, they were they in a They did a good job, and, man. And just kudos to the – we say it on here all the time. Hauler drivers have the hardest job in this sport and them Xfinity guys. And, and, it's, and the crew guys, too, because you know a lot of them teams – probably needed to take stuff off those cars that ran last night to put on the cars that are going to Portland. Yeah. So they probably had to burn the midnight oil to get stuff ready, pull seats out, you know, driver comfort stuff, whatever it is, shocks, springs, who knows. But there, there's a lot of teams that kind of race to race like that, and, and, and they're in the bind this morning. But, you know, kudos to everybody for getting it done, and yeah. hopefully everybody gets support. <clears> even I'll tell you who probably gets overlooked here is all them guys, that men and women that have to drive the track and do all – they had – they were overworked this weekend for sure. They did a lot to, and they got that track dry pretty, like they got it down to a science where they need to position things. And so NASCAR and all them folks that do that stuff did a great job. Brett, 
I'm good. I, I just think here um, it's, it's important to note that, you know, you guys were complaining about no information, uh, and, and it was brought to my attention that TV does not have anything to do with the delay of calling the race. That's between the track and NASCAR. So um, if, if you're a fan sitting in the stands getting your butt wet, I've been there, man. I sat there for four hours in Darlington when I was in college waiting on information, and, and, and it never came. So uh, information's got to get better. I appreciate Marcus Smith tweeting what he did on Sunday. Um, I feel like we need to yeah. be more transparent. <clears throat> And look, as an industry member, we have to be there, right? As fans, you deserve the communications, and I think that there's a lot of room. We, we've talked about this on this show before. Like, uh -huh. give us updates every f***ing hour. Please, something. Moving on. Spot on, spot off. IndyCar throws the red flag following a late race incident in the Indianapolis 500. Series officials determined the race would go green with a single lap shootout for the win. TJ, spot on, spot off. I enjoyed it. I don't know if that's probably going to be against the tr tradition there a little bit, but um, I thought it was a great finish to the end of the race, and it's one of the biggest races in the United States in the world. In the world. So I thought it was great to see those guys do what they do and put on a show and 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 uh, finish it out clean. Everybody is clean. Everything was clean and. And it was exciting. I reached out to uh, somebody who's very close to Jay Fry. Uh, Jay Fry is the president of IndyCar, right? And I was told that it was a committee decision uh, that there's a race they got director. One too. Yeah, they got a committee <laughs> too. Race director Kyle Novak. What I didn't know though, I was talking with Gluck, is Gluck mentioned that he thought Max Pappas and Ari Leindyke are in the booth there too. Um, that's a lot of experience behind the wheel to help you get it right. So to know that those three or four guys talked about it and made that decision, and we had a one-lap shootout to win the Indy 500, again, I thought it was freaking phenomenal. One of the best – Indy, second-best IndyCar race I've ever seen in my life in terms of me being entertained and having fun. Yeah. I, I, I want to say this, though. It amazes me how good of a job that they do to promote the Indy 500 because – you and I were there. Us three were there last year. It was the same cars. It was the same drivers. And there was nobody there when we went to the road course race, right? So they're not there for the drivers. They're not there for the cars. They're not there for the racetrack. They're there because it's the Indy 500. Yeah. It's the biggest event. Well, that and that one of the biggest events in the world. Massive party that was going on. In the infield. That's, that's <laughs> my point, though. Like yeah. they are able to take that place and make it the place to be in the Midwest. We need a snake pit, obviously. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. And Freddie needs to have a body cam on there and go there. <laughs> Listen, I, you know, I'm, I've kind of towed this line on here for a while i'm spot off i i think that cut his mic off i think that i mean i think it's great for the fans but it's just you're you're it was a manufactured finish and the reason if it's black and white that it should have been red flag why'd we burn a lap under yellow like that should they have been deciding it's exactly we're talking to a committee Jeez. like <clears throat> if that was the case it should have it just for one thing we don't ever need respect the distance of the race, especially the Indy 500. It's been that way for, I don't know, what, 12,000 years now if you use Denny's math. Um, but, <laughs> you know, that's just, you know, that's that's that race. So you don't want to extend it. I, you do not ever need green-white checkers. You don't need overtime at Indy with, with how dangerous that sport is and how dangerous that racetrack is. But I, I was, I just felt like if I was a, a fan watching myself, I was like, hopefully they red flag it. I hope they red flag it. But as if I'm Marcus Erickson, I feel like I probably just got have an Indy 500 win because that's just not the way you've ever done it before. Like, 
didn't he get one last year because of a shootout? I don't know. I don't remember the circumstances of last year, but I don't think they ever re- red flagged it for a one lap shootout before. But like, should it have been a caution then coming to the finish? TJ, Freddie was stuck in the infield last week. I don't know if we should even let him have it. <laughs> yeah, first of all, this guy <laughs> stuck, in the, stuck in the infield. <laughs> they did not open the gate when they said they would. That's not Freddie, my fault. Freddie uh, <laughs> chose to get stuck in the infield. He chose to not wake up um, Monday morning. I woke up eventually. What we're saying is if this were a courtroom, we would throw out your testimony. The committee <laughs> would not approve of your decision making right now. The committee doesn't approve of your decision they making right don't. now. I guarantee they don't. Let's that uh, Andrew uh, finish the race um, how they did or let it go traditionally. What do you think? And to answer your question first, TJ, Erickson won in a two-lap shootout last okay. year, so it's similar to it. Um, I was there at the Indy 500. They did need to red flag that last one because the track was very clearly blocked. Like, it was going to be dangerous oh, was, for those yeah. cars See? to go through the front straightaway. How could straightaway. you say that? Because they went through the front straightaway. Barely. Well, but bar- they had to slow down They had to lot. do it one more time. <laughs> so they made, they needed a room to clean the cars up, man. They, they need you've never seen Indy 500 wreck where they're going to the go through a big wreck? The safety workers were in danger. Well, listen, I get it. But what that's about? just not what they do there. Blake, finish under yellow or green? I'd rather finish under green. All right, Greg Goose. No. Greg Everybody's going to say they want to finish under green. Whatever. <laughs> Golden Greg, geese. Greg Geese. Abby is her name. Too, Abby. Sorry. Yes. Green or yellow? Green. She said green. Okay, let's get anybody over the age of 20 to ask this question, too. <laughs> All the fans hey, so I Listen, I, the, the, I said the, as a fan watching, I loved the, it. The hype yeah. coming out of this race was phenomenal. Over 300,000 people there. Kyle Larson couldn't have picked a better year to run a double because Dude. they've had amazing Indy 500s the last few. Here he goes next in with year. all this hype. And look, if you're not a Kyle Larson fan, it's going to suck to be you on Memorial Day weekend next year because it's going to be all you hear about. Yeah, He's going to be a guy that has a chance mm-hmm. to win both races, you think. Now, and, and I realize we could say, well, it's going to be hard to do an Indy car. Man, Kurt Busch ran sixth. And Kyle Larson's a better race car driver than Kurt Busch. And, and in terms of diversity and what he's won in. So I'm pumped up for this thing. I'll I can't tell wait. you who I was pulling for. And I think that was part of the reason why we might have <clears> seen <throat> some of those red flags was the 14 car. Yeah, Fruccino for one, but oh. AJ Foyt, American flag paint <clears throat> scheme. Yeah. They were going to probably give him as many chances as they could to get that thing up there to win that race. Uh, but I don't know. It just had a very... Uh, I hate to say NASCAR feel to it, but it just felt like we were trying to manufacture a finish that was great. But if I pay two hundred bucks to be in the grandstand, I want to see it finish. Mm-hmm. I get it. I'm, I said that from the beginning. As apparently, a fan watching the race, you don't. As a fan <laughs> watching the race, I was when they red flagged it. I was like, oh, <laughs> here we go. This is gonna be a great finish. But and so if then, I was so the eight, I would it, feel like I got screwed. Should have been in like a green white checkered. So rather than no, just the one lap, you can't add laps. <clears throat> they didn't. No, I know. That's yeah. what she's asking me if you yeah. a green, white jacket. Yeah, I don't. You can't add laps. Here's what I learned watching that race is when these guys get in these crazy wrecks, the way they let the safety crew know they're okay is they flip their visors up. Yep. That's pretty Jeez. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. I mean, we have our window net trick. Is that why yeah. he did that? Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he was upside down. I at know he flipped it over. I didn't know that's why. He flipped it open. Yeah. I was trying while to figure out why he did sliding. that because I feel like he was getting sandblasted in his face. That's what yeah. I thought, too. I was like, oh, his visor just came up. Well, I just thought that when he went upside down and that tinted visor that it got dark and he wanted to be able to see but he flipped his freaking visor yeah. up he was probably still doing 80 mile an hour slide oh, he was doing more than that <laughs> yeah all right but anyway so that's why he did because yeah. i was i was wondering why you would ever do that what a great race though oh, i mean awesome. the storylines the fuel the who can the pitting and the crashes on pit road 
Were those teammates that hit? They were, weren't they? I don't. That, the, what Maybe idiots would pit around your teammates in that race? So yeah. that if one messes oh. up, it screws both of you. They yeah. all do. I think. I think that's a te- like they all pit together. I, I, I think that's dumb. They probably share multiple. Uh, you know, Listen, like a, their pit road. For one, we already know this. That pit road is the sketchiest pit road in America. That one's long and narrow. That is a long. That is a long narrow, and narrow pit, pit road. road. Yeah, uh, size matters. <laughs> size and it's matters. even longer if you use the access but like, roads. Like a couple times, I think it was that Catherine Leg. She almost wiped out a guy standing there oh, yeah. when she yeah. left her box. Like that those was, guys are. When insane. she left her what? Oh, <laughs> pit box. Well, you got pit a penalty box. for? Didn't you wipe a guy out? Where? Who got the penalty for pit interference yesterday? Oh, no. We didn't hit a guy. That was McDowell knocked us oh, off the yeah. jack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. With that great pit selection that we had. Not your, so, yeah. what is, so, uh, like, what is the role of pitting? Do you know, like, if you're, so William Byron's in the first stall. We're in the second stall. My understanding is, is he's not allowed to impede our guys. It's not. There's no black and white not allowed. It's so, just a judgment <clears throat> call. And, but the, like, I didn't, I listened to Danny's podcast. I did not look at it. I didn't see it. Denny blamed your guys. My guys? Yes. Because, when? L- listen, for, for whatever, when, it, when William got a warning, I guess William got some kind of warning at some point, I guess, I didn't catch it, that, you know, be careful. But there is an orange line there, but there's no definitive, like, if you're under that, over that, hit that orange line. He said, Denny blamed, like, Denny, That's my Denny didn't the orange. blame your guys, but he said, and you have to, and we've done, I've done this before, I don't know if you guys do it, if you're following a guy <clears> down pit road, and he's pitted directly in front of you, you almost have to leave a car length gap to give your guys room to run between the two cars or else you're setting them up to, to run into the side of the 24 car. And obviously, I think that that rule is more in place for a car sitting in the box that, you know, that orange line that's there now that they, they've never told us a black and white, whatever that rule is. But I think if there's a car sitting in the box and you shortcut it a lot and clip that right front tire changer or 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 affect them in any way i think that would be a penalty i think this is more you know just so then what's the warning for i think it's just watch it you know you're 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 cutting it close you know be careful i mean all all four tires are driving straight through where my car would sit yeah listen like what's the warning for either that's a to me it should be like i said there's no black and white about it there's it's all it's all judgment from the bit from the booth you know it's not like it's not like driving through too many boxes where it's black and white but he, then he got a warning, but then nothing was going to happen if he did it again. But maybe if he did it again, they would have they would have penalized him. Maybe, but you well, know, twice. But if there's no rule on well, it. Yeah, I don't know. But like I said, like the it's 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 just a, it's not a cut and dry deal. And if maybe I don't I don't know that you want it to be a cut and dry deal because then yeah. you're it's you're going to be then why put that orange a lot of, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I don't, if you're going to use it. Yeah, I don't know. You know I what I mean? I can't remember. We we mm-hmm. had a meeting about that at Daytona. Yeah, was, I mean, what's was, that orange? It box was very for? vague in that meeting. Has one penalty been called from that orange line no. yet? No. Okay, next. All right. Well, they made it clear in that meeting that that orange line's there, and you're gonna have to do something really stupid to get a penalty. Like basically, hit a tire guy. That's you know, hit somebody that's changing a tire, or or you know, just it would you would have to do something really egregious to mm-hmm. to get that penalty. Spot on, spot off. Eric Almirola said post race he wasn't going to take a cussing from Bubba Wallace after Almirola shoved Bubba during one of the red flag breaks at the Coke 600. Spot on, spot off, Brett. Well, what allegedly happened is Bubba Wallace flipped Eric Almirola off. And Almirola said that Bubba was racing him bad and he was trying to get Bubba room. So I think when he shot him the bird, Amarola got mad about it, and he walked down there to ask him about it, and clearly Bubba had some words that Amarola didn't like, so Amarola shoved him. I uh, It was funny because I 
I didn't even know about it until probably we were getting ready to go back green. I didn't know about it either. Um, and somebody had said something to me about it. And I said, well, if I had to guess, and listen, Eric talking, like I saw one of Eric's interviews was like, you know, he raced me dirty and I was giving him room. That never happens. These, I don't, these guys don't like each other. I don't know what the history is there. <laughs> they don't like each other. They race each other like idiots all the time. Like we don't ever cut him a break. He never cuts us a break. It, it just not, so him saying he gave us room is not true. He drove into the back of it. He drove into the side of us going into three at one point. Like, okay. And I'm sure that's probably, but, but I knew when I saw them mad and I saw the video, I told, I forget if it was Timmy Fidua or Nick Payne maybe was standing there. I said, I bet you. Because we raced hard for like three or four laps, and it was just kind of crossover move and get you know side draft whatever. And I said, I bet you when we got we got the better end of it, we got a big run off of two and cleared him down the back stretch. And I guarantee you, this is when probably into turn three, Bubba just I said I guarantee Bubba flipped him off. Then Eric was obviously mad about that, and then we got out. And right before that red flag, we had just come to pit road on a green flag stops. And we had an uncontrolled tire roll into the 48th box. So we had to come back, serve a drive through, lose a lap. So now I know this is like the third or fourth instance we've had on pit road this race. Not any excuse, but I know getting out of the car, Bubba is irate because we just potentially threw our race away because now we're a lap down. We're 26. We've been top 12, top 10 all night. So now I know he's irate. So the second that I see Eric say something to him, I, I was like, oh, I guarantee mm. our, Eric said something. Bubba said off essentially like because i know he's irate and eric, eric shoved him so i was just but i i knew in the moment i knew exactly what happened right there I without, just, without and then finally i asked joel what like later on <laughs> between the two races i said do you ever hear what happened he said yeah he flipped us off i said yeah that makes sense i just blame you you're the comment. that's fine i mean run into me at fontana last year the <laughs> the all-star race you try you missed the bottom and one just run us up the hill there then it, we're running charlotte first two times Bubba the all-star to, you pushed me around a racetrack for three laps before you could finally you get around to the fifth groove in the third <laughs> lap of the race then at charlotte we're running here everyone gets to the bottom of three and four just grabs the paint on there and holds it till late now nah, here comes the 23 right up the racetrack into the i'm like he's coming up to you clear uh, get ready I'll tell you what, man. It's uh, Freddie's fault. No practice, no qualifying. 600-mile race. And, and I'm race. telling you, all the racing yesterday, if you're a race fan, you can appreciate the art that went into those races and the art that it takes from those race car drivers because, man, they were making some awesome moves in both races yesterday. Mm -hmm. and, Bubba was doing one you, hand, you, apparently. You, you can't you – can't, <laughs> yeah, one hand out the window. Uh, I, I used to love a Michael Waltrip race because Michael Waltrip is about six foot five, and his arms are about six foot five long. And when he would flip people off down the front stretch, his, like, you, their, his arm be in their window. Yeah, yeah. You would see his armpit <laughs> hanging out the window. Um, I miss that, Michael. Uh, uh, that was a good old day. And these guys, like obviously, like I said, I don't think these two like each other at all. But like, if you see like Bubba and Corey or Bubba and Blaney. And I think, like, back in the day, uh, Elliot and Dale used to do this, like, the shocker yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. like th these guys make hand gestures to each other every time they pass each other. But uh, this was not a friendly one, I don't this, think. What had, this is real-life road rage, people. Like, you're driving down the road, and somebody flips you off, and you get mad, and you get out of the next stoplight, and you go punch <laughs> him in his window. Like, that's that's what's I'm happening here. We wish these guys had, guys had like, tractor-trailer horns. Like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> the, biggest, the biggest thing I learned the last two weeks, I'm going to have to take this some fingers together or something. We, we've got an issue. <laughs> But <laughs> that time Bubba drove a midget. Watch this, TJ. These people can't see yeah, this. Yeah, that just came out. <laughs> Did you see that, Freddie? Have you seen that one before? Yeah, I saw. Can that. we get, get some? Give us some play by play. No, I mean, no play by play. Let's move on. This? We got. Fair enough. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had some more time. 
The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, what would you do? The best way to squeeze in that extra special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bumper today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bumper. Hey, DBC listeners, producer Andrew Curlin here. Obviously, the news of Chase Elliott's suspension broke after we recorded this episode. But nonetheless, give a listen to what the guys have to say about Elliott's actions this past weekend at Charlotte. Sweat on, sweat off. Denny Hamlin says Chase Elliott's move was a, quote, tantrum. He shouldn't be racing next week. Right rear hooks are absolutely unacceptable. Um, spot on, spot off. Ooh, Freddy. <laughs> gotcha. I, uh, I feel like I've seen this somewhere before. Um, spot on for Denny's comments, obviously. And listen, like we have a lot of fun on here about me professing my love for Denny and joking around about that. <laughs> Uh, you can take Denny Hamlin completely out of this entire equation, in my opinion, would not change one bit. It could be somebody like Ross Chastain that maybe deserves 100 paybacks from 100 different people. This was completely unacceptable. Uh, Denny moves up the racetrack, squeezes Chase. Chase gets in the fence, comes down pretty clearly to me, intentionally hooks him in the left rear. They also touched right rear, on the back stretch. Yeah, yeah, before yeah. that. Yeah. Um, coming off a of two. Um, but, I mean, it, to me, it's pretty clear that he intentionally hangs a left turn into his right rear quarter panel. Danny posted the SMT data, which clearly shows – I didn't that, play it again. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Uh, clearly shows that he hooked him in the left rear – I mean the right rear with a left turn. Um, so, the, the the to me, I think that if Chase is not – suspended today or tomorrow next week's probably going to be my last week with a hard card because i tweeted last year that bubba wallace's penalty was unprecedented because nobody had ever been suspended before for intentionally hooking somebody in the fence and let's get something clear because i see all you idiots out there talking about you know oh bubba did this and he did something different he went down there and tried to confront him Steve O'Donnell clearly said in his quote, Bubba Wallace was suspended for what happened on the racetrack with Kyle Larson and the incident that occurred, putting other drivers at harm. You can go up and read the quote. Um, but listen, so that that eliminates anything else that happened after the wreck. But the, the, so the precedent set, you suspended one guy. I if you want any integrity in your sport, you had better suspend Chase Elliott this week. He's got one. Chase Elliott has one big thing going for him, and that is the name Carson Hosovar because how many times base. how many times has he done this and they not do anything uh, multiple I don't know four or five I think I think but it's, that was also before the last guy they suspended I think it's the exact same thing as what Bubba did to Larson and I thought that was dirty and I think what Chase did to Denny is dirty it's the equivalent to sucker punching somebody in a bar if you want to get in a fight get in a fight man up I, mean, I don't know if that's sucker punch because 
Denny actually did put him in the wall, so there was kind of a pushing first. But. Do you think Chase's day was over at that point? No, it wasn't. Do you over. think his car was really hurt? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you think no. uh, Elliot's response about having like once you tear the right sides off these things, it's over? Is- I am uh, no. I am. I saw Austin Cindric pound the fence in turn two and drive it to pit road, change the tires, and take back off. I these things don't break like they used to in the first we were all you know the first six months of this car yeah there were some issues with stuff but people have figured out they're durable we don't just break steering now like we used to so this isn't the first time this year where the steering is broke and the guy drives that i showed you an instance where a guy said his steering broke after turning left on a straightaway and drives it all the way to the hauler after going two laps on the track and then his pit stall and then turns behind the wall in a sharp corner at a small track so to Freddie's point, these guys also have a history. I mean, we talked about Bubba and Amarola having a history. We don't know why. Denny and Chase have a history too. Denny wrecked Chase. Chase wrecked him back. Took him well, out. Denny of got hit in Martinsville in the chase, according to Denny. Well, I'm just telling you, there's <laughs> yeah, a history know, here. And and when you right rear somebody and turn them head on into the wall, I can't <clears> support that. No, I don't. I don't. That's seeing the in car camera that like. And, that, and knowing that that's preventable. Like, I get it if you're 3-4 wide and everyone's last. You know how it gets off turn four when you're 3-4 wide. Some, it's tight, but this is – And let me tell you to people something else. The six car had nothing to do with anything that no. happened right oh, there. Oh, well, come on, so, man. So, so, so I'm, when I'm you loving see, my timeline here. When you, when you see that replay, especially the aerial view, and you think the six had anything <clears> to do with Chase Reagan, what Denny, an idiot. you're an idiot. Yeah, listen, you know, I said it on here last week, at last year after Vegas, like it's completely unacceptable to ever do that. That's not something you could ever do. Exactly. No, you cannot guy, blame the six. My guy, right or wrong, you cannot, you, you, it's not acceptable. You can't do that. You cannot react that way. You can't overreact that way. You know, listen, thank God for the safety improvements we had since 2001 because that was the exact same wreck that killed Blake Alexander. Blaze. Blaze Alexander. I watched yeah. that live. You know, like yeah, me too. that was the same spot, same thing, come across the, t- uh, I think it was was it, uh, the two car maybe and and back then, but like same exact spot, hook, you know, not, I don't know if it was intentional back then, but same hit it right was before not the wall. No. You know. Like um, racing, racing happens like yeah. that at that and track. And it's just like that was a head-on shot. Like, the, I've seen some of the pictures of the cockpit of Denny's car. The steering wheel looks like it's turned inside out. I mean, it's that was an unbelievable bad angle to hit at, and and listen, it's it's just I I don't know. I think he let go of the wheel out of too, my didn't mouth. He? Denny eventually <clears throat> did. It yes. amazes me that he gets hit in the right rear quarter panel. And I think he had his hands off the wheel before he hit. If you're Steve O'Donnell, do you suspend him, TJ? I think you set the precedent already. I think when it's a preventable accident like that, and. <clears throat> Who knows what Denny's medical condition is going to be later this week? I don't know. He was talking about. I mean, I I don't know if you guys listened to his podcast this morning, but or he I didn't recorded last night. But it was something like he said he couldn't hold his head up, like his neck muscles were so in, like sore. Yeah, because they stretch like twelve inches. Let me see. Let me. I got the quote right here. Our actions are specific to what took place on the racetrack, and when we look at how that incident occurred in our minds, a really, a really a dangerous act. We thought that it was intentional and put other competitors at risk. And as we look to, as we look at the sport and where we are today, where we want to draw the line going forward, we thought that definitely crossed the line, and that's what we focused on, focused on in terms of making this call. They have to stick to that, then. They have to. That's that's Steve O'Donnell's quote from after Bubba's suspension. I think they do. I personally think they do. I I mean, they not think they do. They have to. Like, I don't. I don't. Well, for Freddie's hard card sake, for my hard card (laughs) sake, for my tenure on this podcast, 
I, they need to. Let so me ask you a question. if they don't suspend him, I'm uh, going to take next week off. Because okay? <laughs> I don't want to be on that show. Next week. Yeah. Um, let me ask you guys a question. Should drivers that get suspended while we're talking about this be eligible for the playoffs? Yes. TJ? Because, and I'll tell you why. I, I, Before, listen, I know TJ, I, he's I, an hour. I, I agree with you, but go ahead. Because here's my thing. The sponsors and the team members, their livelihood shouldn't hang on one guy. Because in any other sport, we're going to have a quarterback that gets suspended. Well, another quarterback comes in and plays, and your team can still make the playoffs. Yeah. You can still win a championship. You can still win the next game, right? Um, so that's why I am and all now, for it. Okay, but I'm just saying this is on just driver's side. Like, you can leave the owner's points in there, and the team is, is not affected by that. The team's in there. But look, look, my point is this doesn't really affect Chase if Chase's are not suspended. But say a guy like um, Byron goes out there and does something that – especially – on track over aggression does something that warrants a suspension. What does that cost him? Nothing. 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 Maybe so, maybe maybe seventy five thousand to a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So I don't think suspension like that's for that. Send to sit out a week, sit in your car out there. But if it, if it's just no, if you're not losing anything, what's the point of it? Like in my mind, and this is obviously just me spitballing, whatever. Like I think if you are suspended, if you're <clears> if you're William Byron. And you do something egregious enough to get suspended on the racetrack. This is a big deal. Like you're doing something that's harming other drivers or putting other drivers at harm. This is a big deal. This isn't something to gloss over. You should lose whatever playoff eligibility you've already garnered. Like you should, you should not have playoff points, no. or, or you should no. not. Your win already, your wins already should not count. You have to win again or point your way back in. You have to make this hurt to get these guys to stop doing this because obviously it didn't stop when Bubba got suspended last year so you have to make this hurt right now you don't get and there's no penalty I mean I'd agree with taking away your playoff uh, wins take your you know take I mean? away your you're, you're, you're not locked in any longer you have yeah. to win again to win or again. point your way in yeah but as a spotter on that team I shouldn't be penalized for my driver doing something and as stupid a sponsor, but you're not you're, you're, as a sponsor who's missing out on coverage who's missing out on potential activations I would I, it doesn't matter this is the point it has to hurt well, it's gotta, did, it's gotta did, hurt somebody but when Bubba when Bubba got suspended did it make him change the way he drove is I, he drove driving less aggressive and taking things he out is not driving less aggressive no, as far really. as taking things I, out i, I think it's track. is he more mature when he gets frustrated right. that's that's the question that's where right, i'm maybe. getting at but so listen. my like to freddie's point here what if this takes denny out for a month and chase sits out a week is that really i mean that's a good point like the the, the my point is a suspension to somebody that's already locked in the playoffs means nothing because it's it's maybe four or five playoff points, yeah, and maybe you know twenty or thirty, forty. He's locked in. He knows. Points. He's locked he in. Can, he's good. He, he can, can do, whatever he wants. do whatever he wants. So you could go hook somebody if you know you're locked in the playoffs. You just go hook somebody because hey, what's the worst going to happen? They're going to suspend me for a week. I'm good with that. I mean, they got a sub already, ready to go. If you, but if you <laughs> take it away, where oh, listen, you're no longer locked in now. You've got to either win again or you know have enough points to get in, which most of these guys will. But make this hurt to make these guys think about this stuff again like make think twice because we saw if this is you know the, the message was supposed to be sent last year when they suspended Bubba well Chase didn't get that message apparently because he just did the exact same thing Rick Hendrick has 296 cup wins obviously the most successful winning owner in NASCAR history brilliant billionaire guy um, I, it seems though with a lot of these things Hendrick gets a little bit of preferred treatment do you agree with that uh, it's, it definitely seems that way I don't know if that's the case or not, but the perception is out there, and the perception is out there throughout the garage. 
Not as far just as, so not just us three idiots. But what are you getting at now? I think now? it carries further than the garage too. I think yeah. it's like fans, everybody, kind big of. owls. <laughs> <laughs> what are you getting at now? Then, like he, they haven't announced the suspension yet. They could. Uh, still I mean, listen, suspended. we were just a year ago talking about him driving on the racetrack, Chase Elliott, the nine car, the most popular driver in NASCAR currently. This sitting in a race car, I still think Dell Junior is more popular. Um, but we were just talking about here. He was driving on the racetrack with his deck lid or whatever it was hanging off the back, and he didn't get red flagged. Wow. So I mean, we we see we see what we think teams get away with like it just seems they get away with more you know we, we have race altering rules in place chase elliott says on the radio a couple years ago where's that four car i'm gonna go back out there and help my teammate or whatever you know goes out there and, and cost kevin harvick the win at bristol and, bristol. Let, and, and helps larson get it. like there's there's been instances where the obviously the, you saw this here earlier with the appeals panel like the, there's instances but then he gets fined and points and money for changing the outcome of a race yeah and, yeah, and they we still let that finished the race they both question, came around to finish question if this was a situation where it wasn't Denny and it wasn't somebody who is very popular has his own podcast has a very large voice in the sport rightfully so owner driver do you, do you think that this would get as much coverage, as much yes. eyes on it. I, I said when I started this conversation, I started and saying you can take Denny Hamlin out of this equation and replace him with any person in the sport. It could be J.J. Yaley. It could be Josh Balicki, who didn't get me a win in DBC Picks this week. Like, it could be anybody in the sport. When you right-hook somebody into the fence like that, it is completely unacceptable. Spot on, spot off. The Coke 600 resulted in 16 cautions and 31 lead changes among 13 drivers. TJ. Uh, I am spot on for that race. I thought it had a little bit of everything. Strategy, there was passing. It was hard to pass. It just, I think people, once again, some probably see it, but how good these drivers are at being very precise on the racetrack, that's what you see at Charlotte now in these races. I think so. I mean, maybe you see it differently, but these guys, you know, when you catch somebody, how precise you have to be and you can't just drive up to the guy and move him. I mean, you gotta, you gotta be, you can't miss the corner. I mean, you're fighting air. I think it's a great race. I'm spot off for cautions. I'm spot off for lead changes. Andrew, were you fucking drunk when you put this in the show? <laughs> just wanted to showcase the, uh, <laughs> Good Coke 600. How are we had. supposed to spot off this? this now, that one lead of the changes. best 600s in history. Was no. that lead change? That's what I, was like, uh, I was there till midnight last night. I, was, I, was yeah. well, I, do, I do have to give a shout out to Justin Haley because he now holds the record for the racing the most miles in NASCAR history on a single day. So Wow. He beat Ty Gibbs by a lap. Yep. He went... <laughs> 898.5 and Ty Gibbs went 897 last night. Mm, Ty, you suck. You, you know driving some. <laughs> you almost had it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, That's cool. Yeah, I mean, phenomenal race. Uh, and listen, to your point, TJ, like we talked about this on here before, you've seen two of the probably, I would put them in the top five car control guys in the sport, Christopher Bell and Kyle Larson, spin out. Just on their own. Spin out. On their own. Larson did it on a restart. That's what triggered that big wreck with Gibbs and, and Logano down the backstretch. Um, and then Bell just lost it off a of four one time. Yeah, I was um, watching it. You know, so it, listen, these guys are on edge yesterday. They were, And the one thing that I will say this place, and I, I don't have any data to back this up, but I feel like this was the best place that we have applied anything to the racetrack to make the racing better because you could race – seemingly all over the place yesterday you could run the bottom you could run a lane into the grip you could run the wall you could run almost anywhere and find a way to make speed
you, you basically, you know, like Casey asked me how earlier that we just got through the traffic. You just had to go wherever they weren't. And some places you can't do that. You know, some place like we talked about North Wilkesboro last week. There was nowhere else to go. You had to follow a guy or move him or whatnot. You yeah. know, there's a one lane deal. So, you know, that like that place there, for whatever reason, lends itself so much better to that grip and, and that resin. That And thank God that resin has come around and replaced the PJ one or whatever it was, because yeah. that stuff is so much better. So like that PJ one would have been ice if after all that rain and, and moisture the other day and the, the resin, it took like five laps and it would come right back. I don't in. even think it took five. Yeah. I think it's almost there right in the beginning. It was, it was a phenomenal race. Shout so. out to Justin Haley too. People don't realize, man, when you go get in a seat, that's not mounted for you, how much of a struggle it can be. Because I would say Justin is, what, eight inches shorter than Kyle Bush? Seven inches? At least. I mean, it's a bunch, right? So the pedals weren't for him. They weren't fitted for him. The seat wasn't fitted for him. To get in there and, and run the most miles ever in one single day in a car that wasn't made for you, like, shout out to him for that. Because I promise two, you he wasn't comfortable as he normally is. Two completely different style driving cars, too. Yeah. yeah. So Shout out to Blaney. He can, kiss yep. the, he can still kiss my ass for this he said on the radio, but what did he say? I don't know. He said something he's about, about Freddie's last roll. Oh. Up, talking about fat rolls or something. Oh, like I remember that. Like, now I he's got a, he's got a leg up at uh, Thanksgiving now with William. He's got one more win. <laughs> he's got eight now. He was listen. They were really good yesterday. Oh yeah. Two things that I took away from yesterday. Blaney was obviously really good, and the twenty four pit crew or pit stall was phenomenal. Phenomenal because they led off pit road every week, every yeah. every caution. It was ridiculous. That stall and, was and, really good. And like I think it was Danny was talking about on his podcast today. He said like, and it's you can see this at other racetracks, and we take it into account like our pit road speed. But the position of the camera is always different at the end of pit road. Sometimes it's right outside that first pit stall. Sometimes it's out towards that yellow line, and you have to get roll. Like now, like the last night's was very close. It, it was, was it was three feet. Yeah, it was very close. So yeah. all Byron has to do is basically leave leave the pit box, roll out of the pit box. He's three tripping cars that line, him and he still gets yeah. And guys back. would go by him, but he's already ahead of him because of where the line's located. Yeah, uh, I, I think that needs to be changed. I'm not. I think the I think the camera should advantage. be that the camera should be in the same spot. It, like obviously not same spot, but same location in relation to the outline or something. It, it should be ten feet every time or whatever it's going to yeah, be. But some, it's way too close to Charlotte. That is a huge advantage. Yeah, because you don't have to do it. Like all you just got to do is go Getting like gear. bump the beams. Yeah, yeah, you're just all right. We're good. But yeah, but th- that was the two takeaways because it was it was literally didn't matter where Byron was running. If he was in the top five, he was going to come well, out with you, the lead. You have to get up to sixty miles an hour to make it to He's the end of pit road. He's got to get up to four <laughs> miles an hour. Yeah. yeah. If people go back and look at that, they'll see what we're talking about. Uh, but, yeah, but Byron, uh, great job by Blaney. I think he led like 160-something laps. I thought he yeah, was clearly the best and, car. I mean, he's honestly, doing a win. without that last caution, he's probably not winning the race still. I mean, I think who was leading William before the last caution? Blaney got him in the last restart. Really? I don't remember. I was back yeah. there mired in traffic. Yeah. He was uh, – I mean, great race up front, though, with them guys. Just great race in general. He's the only Ford yeah. worth a – to be honest yeah. with you, how Harvick was in and out a little bit, but he man, was we, in and out early, mean, but then man? he was mostly yeah. out. I mean, Briscoe we was in the got top a five. No, he spun. He, him and Reddick got together and he spun, and yeah. then he really never yeah. heard. We were in the you top don't five. see Harvick make mistakes like that often. You can't either. give us some credit for being in the top five. I mean, we were fast with a loose. Oh yeah, wheel. I forgot about you. You had fifty problems. Yeah, well, we had. Probably, you know who else was good? With, you know what wasn't one. <laughs> you know who else was good last night and has been good, but they had an issue on pit road that knocked them kind of out of the race. Has been Busher. Busher, I think, was like top ten in points in May because I was listening to Gluck and them, and like Busher's been on a roll lately. hadn't had good speed. He was up front. I think he won a stage yesterday. Yeah. He did. Um, so you know they've been solid. Both of your cars have been we really got, good. Well, we got lucky because first of all, we got put in the wall by the eight off a of turn two. That that's why we had to pit. We had concrete hanging out of our wheels. So. 
Luckily, we got back to third after that, and that's when Busher won that stage. And we um, had a little fire. Did you see the fire on pit road? Yeah. Bubba said, Bubba said the six is on fire. Oh, yeah. I saw Brad <laughs> leave, and I saw fire dripping. I'm like, oh, no. And then um, we ended up having a loose wheel. So fought back from that. That We were two laps down. If you pit under green, you're yeah. in trouble. But we ended up getting back on the lead lap, the last caution of the race. We just needed one more. So. There was a lot of – I feel like there's a lot of good stories yesterday. Andrew just texted me, Busher's 12th in points, which is really good. Um, <clears throat> J.J. Yaley was oh, yeah, really great. good, solid. Dude. I think he finished like 15, 16. Yeah, solid run for them guys. Uh, Zane too. Smith, top 10. And that's what – the Zane Smith thing's interesting because we've talked about on here all year, we've given Todd Gilliland some credit. Well, clearly it ain't Todd Gilliland. Because this team, well, it ain't just Todd this, this ain't just uh, Todd Gilliland. I mean, because Todd's, clear, Todd's had a great year. Clearly, though. this team though is a lot better than they were even a year ago. Yeah, they got yeah. a new crew chief this year, Ryan uh, Berganti from Burgundy. He's, yeah, he's from up my way, Stafford. Kind well, of you, you look at what they're accomplishing. No matter who's driving, like they're light years ahead of where they yeah, were. I think now, Todd's done now, a great now job. Now he too. made a terrible pit call yesterday. Oh, I know. That when he stayed out on eighteen around. lap tires or whatever it was, if he doesn't get back to back to back cautions right there, he's dead. Because he went from leading to sixth in two corners it was weird yeah. that was that i don't know where you guys were at at that point but we uh, were probably two laps we out. were coming to pit road and we're coming around to pit road and booty said we're staying and i said all right 10 four and i said usually i tell i'll ask booty like we're staying no matter what and usually he'll say yes but i could tell this was not one of them instances so and then i was <laughs> we're coming, was I'm, one I'm on car, 10 or two like, and i'm oh. like i'm like they're all coming they're all and i just i don't even i think he said pit but i just said pit because i like we're not gonna be that one and it looked like the 38 had like instant regret because he like he rode right next oh, yeah. to us like oh i should have probably came right there but he did a phenomenal job i'll tell you who was really good yesterday i, I really good at relative but like the 47 was top 10 all yeah. day long and they they've had they've had speed the last month they've had speed really Kansas, all year else were they fast at? Darlington? Uh, Darlington Darlington yeah, yeah they had and, a le- uh, left yeah. rear flat late but yeah. they, they've been really good all year really there I mean they're up there obviously he's one of them guys like he wins Daytona and you're like well you know right, he's gonna get in and, and that's it because he's, he's been he's probably been like 20 25th in points the last couple yeah, years they've been solid and they're up there I think they're around us or ahead of us 14 15 I think we like had that. a top five car I mean oh I, yeah I think we had a top five car just you know the long it's racing you had 99 problems let me ask you one more question. <laughs> what? Why is Jimmy Johnson doing this? He loves I, racing. I actually just Give sent somebody. Break. I actually just sent somebody a text about him. It's Jimmy um, Johnson. He does what he wants. It's, it's, it goes back to what me and Jamie McMurray said on this show. Like we want to remember Jimmy as the greatest of all time. We want to remember him as the, you know, the eighty plus race wins Dude, or whatever it is he's got. Jimmy don't care how you want to remember. I, I know Jimmy's that. doing what Jimmy wants to do. I, I know that. <laughs> I mean, I just had a, a conversation with a, with a country music singer um, about music that he's putting out, and 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 I'm like, you don't need to put a music a, a, a song out unless it's going to go to number one yeah. because you're a legacy guy now, right? So. Um, it just listen. I, but if he likes Jimmy, it, wants to race, it. he's going to race. It ain't going to matter what Brett Griffin says, Freddie Kraft says, Casey Bode. It ain't going to matter. But we just don't want to see him struggle. And yesterday, um, I don't know how much you guys were watching because obviously it was uh, it was off turn two, and he was probably running about twenty eight to thirtieth. Bode and I were sitting in the stands, and there was a, a fan that every time Jimmy Johnson came by, this guy stood <laughs> up and took his hat off and tipped his hat, or he stood up and did like this. He was making a motion every time Jimmy Johnson made a lap. But Jimmy came off two, got in some dirty air, lost it. But then later in the race, he came up on somebody like he had no idea he was covered on his outside. And you just you don't want to see the, the greatest to ever do it out there making mistakes and looking human. But you know what, though? Because he wasn't human. That guy, no. that shows you 
how challenging it really is when it comes, you know, to, to drive these cars. That shows you how good these guys are. Jimmy Johnson, one of the greatest, he would spin out and come right back to the front. And that shows you how how tough this sport is. And I don't care. Jimmy went and raced Indy cars 15 years ago. You know, 2010, if you said, hey, Jimmy's going to go run IndyCar for two years at some point, would be like, you're crazy. He's never going to do that. Well, he did it. And now he's back and he wants to drive these cars. He owns a team. I, I don't care if Jimmy wants but to run three races, 10 races as Jimmy Johnson. He's going to do what he wants. It's no secret that Legacy Motor Club's obviously struggling. And I'd imagine a lot of it or some of it may have to do with them switching manufacturers next year. They're not necessarily a priority right now. Do you see him doing better next year when he has more support? I mean, I don't know what his plan is as a driver, but I mean, Freddie and I talked about it, Casey, before the race. And he's like, man, how much do you think Jimmy Johnson is going to struggle here today? He's not been in these cars. It's a 600-mile race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's to TJ's point, it's a challenge. It's not what it was when he was the best out there. Um, and he's not what he was when he was the best out there either. Um, but no, I mean, look, does he run better next year if he runs this race with Toyota? I don't think so, because I think that he's got too much of an uphill battle in terms of what he's got to learn to be competitive. Now, can he go out there and have fun and garner sponsorship? A hundred percent, as he should. Can he go out there and be competitive? I I I don't think so. Let me ask you this. If he runs in his Finney race, is he competitive? Yes. Yes, if he's in good cars. Yeah. So if he I mean, got, there's, there's three or four teams. If, if you're he not, got into a college car one race, is he run good? He's, he's competitive 100%. Yeah, because he's, that's, that's more of his More of his style. Yeah. I don't 100%. think this, I don't, and I don't think, anybody's going to go, yeah, you know, is Jimmy Johnson the greatest? Well, you know, he ran them three races that year in 2023 and sucked. Like, nobody cares. It's not going to tarnish his legacy. I'm but just, glad just he's like, there, why man. Are you I'm doing glad this he's back having fun. I watched Terry Labonte, Bobby Labonte, all them guys that were freaking champions, phenomenal race car drivers, get into and, and Jimmy's not in crappy equipment, don't get me wrong, but like you watch those guys just fade away. I mean, Darrell Walter missing the Coke 600 and then he's buying Carl Long's ride to get in the race. Like, why, dude? You got 84 cup wins and three championships. Because Why? it makes him happy. Why? Because he wants to. Listen, we've had this conversation about multiple friends that don't need to be doing racing what they're racing. And but that's what they know, they just, man. That's, that's all what, It's an that's addiction. His, we if call he's it, not we call racing, it. he might be at home wishing he was there. I'd rather him be at the track. He's going to be there. But yeah. I, you know what I'm saying, though? I mean, I'd rather... He's involved. I don't care what Jimmy wants. So he can do what he wants. I mean, when Jimmy bought into this Legacy Motor Club, I actually was hoping... Um, that like it was him and Dale Jr. I was hoping that that was going to be because you hear legacy, right? You think Richard Petty, you big. think Jimmy Johnson, you think Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart. There's not many legacy race car drivers in our world, in my mind. But I think of Dale Jr. as a legacy guy. Like so, when he named it that, I was like, man, maybe because we all want Dale Jr. to be a Cup Series owner, right? And it ain't a secret. Everybody does. Yeah. So I, mean, I don't know. Anyway, Legacy Motor Club. I was like, man, maybe this is maybe this is it, but it wasn't. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, TEND is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com sale. That's hellotend.com sale. And book your free consult today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, bud, it's time for the AMA. All right, well, it's time for the DVC A Main, where we catch up on all things dirt. And I would like to start this off by giving a shout out to Casey Kane, who won. Mm, yeah, Husits or whatever, at right? Husits in the 410. So congratulations to him. Was that it was, Outlaw Race or no? Yep. Oh, yeah. no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't, no, it wasn't Outlaw, outlaw. Race. It was, was a little Because he's been trying to get a World Outlaw yep, win for nope, a while. Nope, it wasn't. But he, it was on Big dirt win. Vision. He needed that, yeah, though. It was great. Really, really good. That's good. I seen uh, our buddy Nick Hoffman won his first World Outlaw late model race. Yeah. Uh, that was early. I feel like that was a month ago. I feel like this is the longest <laughs> weekend of my life. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks. Like, two <laughs> weeks, man. <laughs> it like, was like, yeah, two weeks uh, is right. Uh, but I think it was early last week. Uh, I love, I, I'm really yeah, a Nick, big fan he of ran, Um, Is he running that tour full time? Yeah, I think he's running Outlaws full time. Yeah, he's been pretty competitive here lately. So, And cool if, you, if you are headed to St. Louis this weekend, obviously um, – the NASCAR race, you can't miss it. That's the best. But they, that area has fans set up for a week of incredible racing. I think you have high limits on Wednesday. Uh, Thursday is Extreme Outlaw Midget Series on Dirt Vision from Tri-City. Um, Friday and Saturday, Wayne County. Uh, Chad will be, I think, at the, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday one. So make sure if you guys are there, say hi, send me a picture. So I know he's actually working, but don't um, do that. If you, I mean, you never know these days. I never see him. So he'll be gone for a while. I saw, but I saw one video of these guys fighting like Shukart and Shukart. Bill Rose. Yep. What? Yeah. It was at the Why? outlaw race. I, I, Logan. It looks like they wrecked. Yeah. Bill Rose looks yep. like in the video I'm watching right here. Bill Rose is trying to kick the out of somebody. Bill Rose, who's, who's the, the guy, guy. That, that fought uh, Aaron uh, Wrights or whatever? And oh, that was uh, Wilson, maybe. Yeah. Greg Wilson. I something. I don't remember the guy. He was name. boxing pretty well. What are they fighting for? Uh, it looks like he wrecked the hell out of him. It happens. Uh, but man, how did Millbridge the spot, go? The spotter week? for Jimmy Johnson tweeted, and I don't know this guy. He said, "When is a team loses a team, but sometimes a spotter, which in this case was me, just sucks." That's so, bad. I would Aww. say he took responsibility for that one. But never, it looked like it on TV. Jimmy, it looked like a person. It looked like he had no idea he was covered outside. That's definitely not a fun thing to have. Not ideal. <laughs> that's not fun to be Some, some to be drivers in. say you don't even need spotters anymore. The cameras are so good. So maybe he didn't have one I'm going to go ahead and tell you, as quick as, that, as quick as that guy backed up in these last month or what, he better. <laughs> well, it's easy. To spot, you don't need a spotter when there ain't nobody behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That took a left quick. Well, uh, take it right and get us back on track, Casey. My bad. I, I have I was not expecting that one. <laughs> Don't T forget. TJ hung his balls way out there on that comment. I wow. Mean, 
I'm just messing with him. <laughs> I feel bad. Listen, I love, I love, but I can't watch. Yeah. Him. I feel. Terrible I know, man. Him. It's so you're like, who's that? Damn, really? Again? Like that's what it's like when I mean, that should be coming to normal, but. Well, on to better topics. Uh, don't forget Millbridge this Tuesday, Wednesday, Tri City Thursday. Have the boat Wayne cars County. do at Millbridge last week. Take a uh, drink, case at Millbridge. Two seconds or two, two second seconds places. Off? No, oh. two second places. <laughs> uh, and how did Jesse do? Oh Jesse man, he ran. Jesse he raced. He went or he led 20 laps got spun by somebody i won't mention and bob byron did no did not no wait chase was chase there (laughs) (laughs) uh i did watch jesse love interview where he wasn't too happy he was not thrilled but he did great and those cars i mean they were shout out to chad i guess he does work sometimes so i got Um, so mad when i couldn't watch that race i uh, actually okay seriously you you guys are the idiots of the week though how oh, many wow. times swing there. have people asked you and me? I asked you to come to Millbridge last week, and I, y'all don't even show up. So Wednesday, I truly wanted to come, but oh, anyway, when you have three kids, you will learn that there's a lot going on. It ain't it ain't a whole just piece of glass. She has her hands full of one. Yeah, <laughs> and it's true. I mean, it is a lot. Whatever. You have help. <laughs> Freddie was probably passed out drunk somewhere. <laughs> Shout out, shout out to everyone who did come to Millbridge. I know I met a few DBC listeners, so thank you guys. It was great meeting you all, and you three suck. Sounds like it was just an appearance for you. Yeah. Paid appearance. Fun. Yeah. While I was babysitting. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Reaction theater. This should be good this week. Just witnessed the... Uh, Greatest spectacle in racing, the Indy 500. Throughout the entire race, I was able to message my friends, Snapchat my friends, check Twitter to see what's going on with the Coke 600 this afternoon. But when I go to a truck race at any speedway with a tenth of the fans, I cannot get on my phone to even send a text message. I think NASCAR needs to do a little bit better. Look, I, I'm, I'm all for this guy saying this. I think NASCAR needs to step in and have certain requirements on the technology side for fans, just like they do have certain requirements on the safety side for drivers. It's amazing that 300,000 people were in the same spot and their phones worked. I was getting texts and messages all day long from people that were at the racetrack in Indy. And in Charlotte yesterday, if I wasn't on the spotter stand, my phone didn't work. And this is how you promote. How many pictures? What Casey, what is that? Twitter handle. It's like Indy 500, 500 picks. picks. Yep. How many of those pictures did you see pop up yesterday or just Instagram videos or like friends that are there? Like that's how you get your name out, like your your product out there is people sharing it. And to your point, nobody could I don't see many like a couple of my close friends that are here that live in Charlotte. I know we're at the race and I've seen some stories, but there you can't the reason why you don't see it is because you can't take a picture and send it. No. You can't do it or a video and send it like unless you have some kind of Wi-Fi, which is the only way you're getting Wi-Fi is on the roof with us or if you have a media pass or if you well, know somebody. It, to at Wilkesboro, the, I used the, fan the fans for, first one. It was phenomenal. And yeah. it was fast. Guess Super who owns good. North Wilkesboro? Not me. The same people who own Charlotte. So was in, there, invest in that see, property. Was there any fans first yesterday? I didn't. I I've, I found it at one spot, um, and I was near the the main entrance there, and I it did get on fans first for a hot minute. But I went hundred yards the other way, and it was over. They can fix it. It just requires an investment, and these tracks. 
when they sign that dang 10-year TV deal, they get made tens of millions of dollars. Like, spend the money, make our venues awesome, and everything revolves around... It's free promotion. Everything revolves around social media, and you get to do that, you have to have connection. But you, It's your number one marketing tool on the day of your event. Yeah! <laughs> it's Denny. <laughs> yeah, holy f***. Am I going to be hung over tomorrow at work? Holy f***. 59 races since playing the last one. me sideways. Thank God that losing streak is over. Even Mickey Mouse here's got wrecked. Hell, he might even get suspended. I sure hope so, according to historic data, or data, or data, or however the you guys say. I don't know. I'm going to be going over tomorrow. You guys have a great day. What does screw him sideways mean? I, who the hell's Mickey Mouse? Yeah, wait. <laughs> that guy, he uh, lives in Orlando. <laughs> who got the Mickey Mouse win? I think uh, Kyle say that. Yeah, Bowman, I think. Maybe. Or no. Uh, no, it was I an Xfinity Series driver, wasn't it? No, I think it was Kyle. It's Kyle said it about somebody. Or well, maybe back. it was when Stenhouse won the 500. I could have swore it was like Chandler Smith or somebody that said it. I don't think it was Chandler. Well, hope that guy's Zane won that today. race. It was. Zane won the race and somebody said it, but whatever. No doubt in my mind, Denny deserved it. He's always bitching about somebody else rubbing on him. He doors Chase, and then he thinks it's all good. He deserved it. Hey, listen, you, you can. Fi- I'm fine with you feeling like that. I just hope you don't cry tomorrow when Chase is suspended. I don't think bumping into somebody warrants getting right weird. No, I mean it's. We I just said it on here a hundred times. It's it's never. That's the worst thing you could do at a racetrack. We had a start, we didn't get very far Before the rain hit, and it soaked my bits The track got dark, we still raced the cars We didn't hit halfway, so we gotta stay three days Because when it rains in Charlotte, it rains forever Don't wanna lose the track altogether Said we need to start a vortex DW invented it and that's the trick Now there's raining more than ever We've still got to race to the checker Let's give the field 40 umbrellas Let's all race with an umbrella Ella, Ella, Boogity Let's race with an umbrella Ella, Ella, Boogity Boogity that's clever. That was a good one. Did you, uh, did you guys know the person that invented the umbrella was going to call it a umbrella, but he hesitated? <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> You're complete. Um, where'd you come up with that one? Um, <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> it took you long enough. <laughs> yeah. Abby, did you get that? She's, She's not paying attention. She, she, she t- t- tuned you out three hours ago when you called her that girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I do. That, you know, that guy. <laughs> Oh, ben, ben. don't forget to leave an audio message 24-7. Just head to anchor.fm slash clear. Andrew and Bartender Ben will keep playing, picking the best ones each week. Just me. Oh, No more Ben. Bar- Bartender Ben has disappeared. Where'd he go? He gone. What happened? Damn, I like Ben. Me too. Uh, he's still, I mean, we can still, he's like still working with Dirty Mo. <laughs> yeah. Just oh. not on the show anymore. What show? Is he on the other Speed one? Speed Street. 
Oh, that's Sad. cool. So we lose more people to other. That's cool. It's like they tell the social media people, hey, don't promote DBC. Oh, you're we talking about We don't want DBC to be bigger. No, yeah. Oh, they definitely here we go again. That's what ha- I think God is a conspiracy a, inside God of the company. God forbid we get a pin tweet. It may even be starting <laughs> at Dell Jr. Yeah, God forbid we get yeah. a pin tweet or get tagged. Like, <laughs> like a retweet. I can't even get retweeted on this Account it probably well, takes we were like gonna four get support votes before. to get we're one. Definitely not gonna Brett, we try to tag you, but your account doesn't allow. You can tag He's me. He's blocked to be too many people. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. Are you though? No. Uh, let's move on to Ask DBC. Send in your questions on Twitter each week using hashtag Ask DBC. This first one is from Stephen. In what order would you rate the three races from this weekend in terms of entertainment? Wow. And hmm. what was the best part of each? That's Steven Steffen. I <laughs> assume he's talking about the main race, like the Monaco, yeah. Indy, NASCAR. NASCAR, Indy, Monaco. Monaco's last. Like, like Monaco's like sixth, even last third. Down. Yeah, it ain't even third. The best thing about Monaco is Monaco honestly is just the over. pre the pre <laughs> the pre race when the guy walks. Uh, they get uh, what's his name? The old driver. What's the guy? The, that, that guy. The gridlock. Oh, that one. He's so important. <laughs> what? Do you know his name? <laughs> no, that's what, I didn't. It's not my story. It's an old driver. But did you see the Red Bull guy? Like shoo him away. Oh, like yeah. they have a big bodyguard guy, and the other guy's like. He cussed at him. He's like, "Get the." Speaking of big bodyguards, the Red Bull guy. Oh, let me come ask on, man. No, so you, no. Dude, TJ, do you not know names at all in anything? Shh, Dude, this, is, this guy doesn't have it. But name. no, I, I think, and I think, don't quote me on this. I think his name is Stan. How the f- does that one body, that one security guy, know where to be all the time? Yes, he was Dude, in the middle of that. Obviously, Ross he has a good deal. sense. He knows what he's doing. He was in the middle of the Bubba R- Eric deal yesterday. Like he was probably like a former Navy SEAL or something. <laughs> Those guys are serious. Somebody ESPN. told me his name was Stan. I think last night. Stan. Stan the man. Stan the man. Stan knew what he was doing. I ain't he was with ready. For Stan's it. a big dude. I ain't. I ain't yeah. Stan. Uh, okay. So then, IndyCar, Indy 500, there's <sighs> Coke 600. I mean, I want to say Indy, Coke 600, and Monaco, but I just can't because that Coke 600 was phenomenal. I mean, it was eight hours long. It seemed like, but it was truly like I was afraid that the Coke 600 blew its wad in stage one because it was so good. And stage two wasn't quite as good as stage one, but stage three and stage four were phenomenal. So I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to go with a NASCAR race first because the entire race was great. I only thought half of the Indy 500 was great. So NASCAR, Indy, Monaco. I'm going Indy, NASCAR, and then Monaco. Ready? He already told already you. Told oh, yeah, I did. There was a dirt Keeping race. Keeping on hard. Wasn't there an outlaw race Sunday get, night? Get your glove on. There was. Stick I would on, put that in front of the Monaco stick race. Stick on so. the ice. We got to get back in the game. Watch this guy, Brett. Well, at least I show up. All right. This next one is from Jill. Occasionally. On Jill. Double Heather Days, what do you all do to keep your heads in the game? And... Do they at least give you snacks? <laughs> I, I imagine this is really for Brett. Uh, we had a doubleheader day at, at Talladega one time, Oof. and we ran the cup race first, and then we ran the Xfinity race, and I had uh, Elliot Sadler, and then I had Trevor Bain, and that one was tough. Like, I mean, you're talking plate racing for freaking 800 miles or whatever it was. That, like, Daytona. that one was hard. I, that one Bruce, Daytona was bad. Hot. I got on the radio yesterday, and Bruce is like, I'm sure you're exhausted. I was like, Bruce, I'm really not. I mean, I'm not working very hard up here. It's just I'm pushing a the button. The hardest part talking. about yesterday was the constant packing your stuff up and taking it down the stairs like six different times. And then I just left myself downstairs at some point. Like. Yeah, and then not the most frustrating part is not having a place to actually go. That is frustrating at some points. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, um, Charlotte had somewhere we could go hang out. 
about yesterday. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, it's nice to be treated like humans. Thanks uh, to our friend Snacks Wise. Our friend Ken, Ken took us to yeah. the, our friend Ken took us to the Speedway Club. About twenty thirty of us spotters had a nice lunch buffet. Listen, to get us and Hirschman, Hirschman, basically, you can't. I don't know how Hirschman eats this much. He's I got watched, a problem. I watched Hirschman eat thirteen. He's got pounds, a problem. Thirteen pounds of crab legs one day. Wow! This is, it took six hours, but he did it. And it, it's just. Uh, Do you know how know hard that. it is to hang out with a guy who takes him six hours to eat and you're drinking beer? <laughs> like, <laughs> Hirsch, you done yet? Hirsch, we've got to go. <laughs> Hirsch. I ate 10 chicken wings and had 47 beers and he ate crab legs. <laughs> All right, let's move on to what an idiot. I know we've already mentioned a few. What an idiot. Oh, God. Who else? There's a bunch. I'm going to give mine to, this isn't going to be a surprise, but hopefully it's going to surprise you why. I'm going to give mine to Chase Elliott, and here's why. He ruined his day yesterday. He ruined his spotter's day. He ruined his pit crew's day. He ruined his sponsor's day. He ruined his car owner's day over the fact that he got mad. All he had to do was maintain his composure, go into the next corner, move Denny out of the way if that's what you want to do, and keep going. He did not hit the wall hard enough right there to make him finish dead last. He chose to finish dead last after he left reared. I'm sorry, took a left and right reared Denny Hamlin. So he's not winning it for how he wrecked him. He's winning it for the fact that he let his mental fortitude be so weak in that moment. He's our most popular driver. He's a champion. He's a phenomenal race car driver. And we just don't need that. We don't need our guys doing that. Agreed. TJ, you got any idiots? Ah, uh, man. <clears throat> this week has a list of them. But anybody... Right after that wreck. Which I, wreck? The, the, the 9 and the 11. The amount of justifying it with, like, it's unreal. Like You're uh, saying fans justifying it? Justifying it. Seeing, flipping it. Like, we weren't even a part of that wreck. Oh, and yes, you were. I read it on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how you justify that, it's like you're looking for the littlest thing. And... How you can get that out of that just – I mean, it, it used to amaze me, but I guess now it shouldn't. But, it, like, it's unreal how a guy that's not even involved in it, oh, well, you hooked him into the 11. No, no. I mean – It's just like, listen, and you see this across all walks of life, sports, singers. You know, you if you're a fan, fandom is real, and you don't want to think the worst or you don't want to think that you're – person that you're a fan of can do the worst possible thing but it's just i i had to agree with you because it was one of my my i my i'm giving myself one yet this week but uh the the amount of people that just the response was just well chase would just never do that well guess what he just did it you know like i get it you love chase chase for whatever reason has the biggest following in the sport right now i want people to think about reverse the cars here oh god what happens? Oh, they, they terrorize the Denny's down. house. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just. What is the difference? I mean, it shouldn't. No they were, I looked at somebody tweeted about, obviously, I was getting mentioned in a bunch of stuff last night because of the Bubba, you know, relation to it. And it was just like the the amount of people that were saying, look, look, like screenshots of the Bubba doing it 
And then is that whose phone's going on? I don't know. Oh, Jeez. Uh, Bubba's uh, Bubba doing it got like two thousand replies, and this one got like three hundred. You know, because it's just the amount yeah. of people. That I'm gonna go and tell you, I, I had to block somebody on social media not too long ago because I actually chose to respond to something, a message that I got, and the guy was justifying Chase in Bristol when he when he just messed up and got into Joey, he was blamed us for that. And I, I'm like this guy, I'm, I had to, I don't even know why I did it because I knew what I was arguing with. And there was no, like he was basically, I'm going to tell you what's fun. Pick a, pick a random thread, preferably one of Freddy's and go troll a troll. Oh, that's what's fun. It's fun. on Twitter. Uh, and, but, and listen, let's clarify something. This is not all Chase Elliott fans. There's no. many, many Chase Elliott fans that are in my timeline going, yes, I'm a huge Chase Elliott fan and Chase screwed up. That was intentional. He should be suspended. But there is a select delusional few that I enjoy oh my torturing. Gosh. Yeah, well, you like literally blaming... And the funny thing is, for that there is a that narrative point. going around, whether I see it on Reddit, I see it on Twitter, I see it, that we don't like Chase Elliott. And I, I like, like Chase. I think Chase is funny. I think like, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen him around. With, obviously, he hangs out with Bubba and Blaney. Like, I have nothing against Chase. I think Chase is great for I have for a lot of sport. respect for how Chase came up racing yeah, and, and I, late I, models I, and how he, <laughs> his path and everything. I, have, I don't think any of us here have anything against Chase. There's no. no reason for us to dislike Chase. We just have to take the devil's advocate to the side where everybody tells us how great he is. And this, this is another perfect example of he would never do something like that. Or it was Brad's fault. Or Denny deserved it. Like, Okay, what? But you're wrong. I'm sorry. Every once in a while, the truth hurts, and, and this is one of them instances where Chase is 100 percent wrong, and he deserves whatever crime, whatever penalty fits the crime. Do the crime, you do the time. That's what Mom yeah. always says. It doesn't matter what the drivers are. It doesn't. It d- really doesn't matter who's in it. But this, it does to the fan base. Yeah, but it shouldn't. It shouldn't matter. This accident, no matter who it is, what it is. Dale Jr. had fans like that too. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Here's what. Here's what I'm wondering though, and I know we got to move on, but Dale Earnhardt had a moment in his career where he wrecked Terry Labonte at Bristol. And, man, when he got out of that car in victory lane, there was 100,000 people <laughs> booing him, and they booed him and started not liking the Intimidator, started not liking the most popular guy. Listen, Bill Elliott might have won the most popular driver. I'm telling you right now, Dale Earnhardt was the most popular driver. Bill just had more people that were willing to put stamps on envelopes and send them in. I'm wondering if Chase doesn't get booed from this, if okay. Chase doesn't lose his fan base from this. If Chase would have done this to William Byron or – Pick a fan favorite, somebody else at the fans. Kyle Bush, like, sure. God, you know, it, but he, the fact that he did it to Danny, and Danny's already one of the guys that gets booed weekly. That's why does why do people not like Danny? I could. Well, can we of, can we do a focus group? He said a lot of he's dumb outspoken. Before. He's I'll, outspoken. I'll right. pay. I'll pay each fan twenty bucks. We'll hold a hold a focus group after the podcast. We can do it right here. Get a case of beer and sit around and, and I want I want to hear valid reasons of why do you not like Danny Hamlin. He has said a lot of things that are questionable, but he's not afraid to speak up. It turned for the worst when he when he got when he wrecked Chase at, at Martinsville. That was yeah. that well, was probably the turning point. When you got and, out, when you get out and say you were getting hit when no one's even within three <laughs> car lengths of you, that doesn't look good, and that that doesn't look good. But I mean, but that I enjoy people that are aren't afraid to speak out. I mean, I'm glad Denny's been good for the sport. He's great for the sport. Uh, well, before we head into DBC picks, I do want to give a shout out. I know we didn't talk about the Xfinity race a ton, but a shout out to Junior Motorsports and Justin Allgaier, seven years for the seven cars. So he has wow. won 
now won an Xfinity Series race in seven straight seasons, which is now a record by a non-full-time Cup Series driver. All I'm going to tell you about Justin Algar is if you ever get a chance to meet him, he is genuinely one of the oh. nicest people in a garage. He will make time for you. He'll have a conversation with you like your old friends. I hadn't seen him since the Outback at Watkins Glen last year. We talked for 15 or 20 minutes. Just a genuine good dude, right? So, and, and listen, there's a lot of genuine good dudes in here. Tyler read it yesterday. I text him a picture of Bodie standing by the Jumpman car, and he said, hey, bring him by the hauler in 20 minutes. I want to say, hey, he never met Bodie. Like, there are some genuine good dudes in this garage, and I'm going to take a minute to give Justin a shout-out for being just that. Obviously a good race car driver. Personally, I think he has a talent to be in the Cup Series. Just the way that his path worked out and where he ended up in, in Cup, he, he was with a bad team with old equipment and slow cars. So, uh, again, really good dude. Congrats to them. Congrats to JRM. Uh, a year ago, they were flying at these mile and a half. So, obviously, new rules packages come along, and, and they're not doing that now. So, uh, congrats on getting back to Victory Lane there, Justin. We're, uh, we're proud of you. We wish it had been the DBC car, though. Yeah, I'm still holding that grudge. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to DBC picks. Congratulations, Brett. You won with Ricky Stenhouse. Holla. We are now picking for Gateway. Freddie, you are up. Damn, Freddie. <laughs> One. <laughs> Seems like a good week to pick old Danny Hamlin. I will pick Blaney. You oh. Love you. That's who I was going to pick. Guy ain't won in 57 races. Now you want him to go back yeah, to back. Yeah, back to back. <laughs> Ride the Blaney train. Man, I was going to say, uh, Briscoe sat on the pole there last year and had a tire go flat, but I Again, can't. I'd pick him no, if I was you. I cannot go down that path. I think, <laughs> man. I don't even think he's on. My, oh, yeah, there he is. Yeah. I really. Who'd you pick, Brett? Who would you pick head to head, Briscoe or Harrison Burton right now? Head to head. Uh, Briscoe. Okay. Let me tell you something. For as slow as Briscoe's car seems like it's been the last month or so, dude drove his. He finishes in the top twenty every like. That's what I'm saying. His pit crew is phenomenal. His pit crew gets him a bunch of spots every time, and they and they figure out how to manipulate the race. So I looked up one time, like he was literally the first run. Was I thought he was the slowest. I didn't recognize his car, and I'm looking at it. Fourteen. The seventy-eight passed him on the first run of the race, and then I looked up at at the end, and he's running eleventh on a restart. I was like, unbelievable! Like they they did that last year. They stole points in the series in the playoffs. Like they do a very good job of making a lot with a little at the at the moment because they are struggling. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with um, this guy's been kind of didn't have a greatest week there, but I think he's gonna get it turned around. Um, I'm gonna go with Ross Chastain. That's a good one. I couldn't pick him. He's already grayed out for me. Man, y'all, uh, I think I've blown through a bunch of good picks here. I got. wonder if Josh Berry will be driving this weekend. Who do you think? Well, he's in Portland. I mean, they have, they yeah, have to AJ, bring him back. AJ did Portland and St. Louis last They'd year. They have to bring him back. This is a good track for, for AJ, race. too, I feel. I feel like this could be a good run for AJ. Well, who, do you, who would they bring instead of Josh? I would think that Josh is the only option, and you would just have a truck driver like Enfinger or Hosovar or somebody. I'm scared to pick Chase Elliott. So this happened last I mean, year. Who'd stupid. they put in the car? Ben Rhodes practiced the car at Spire, didn't he? I don't or he run the race. Yeah, he practiced the car. Remember he for Colic? No, he crashed. Least. Yes. Yeah, he got in the Colic car and crashed it. Yes. He said the only thing we don't want you to do here is crash it. Guess what he did? <laughs> drove it into it was the fence. Ben Rhodes? So. Was it Ben Rhodes or Zane Smith? Nah, no, Zane, Zane drove ran the seventeen. Ra- Zane, ran, Zane ran the race. I don't remember who it was. It was Ben it was Rhodes bad. in the Colic car. Practiced it for AJ. Um. Man, I don't know. Let's uh, let's go with somebody who I think's fast everywhere. Tyler Reddick. I like it. Tyler, don't let me down. 
Well, what can we expect from Gateway this weekend? Fun. That was the best race I went to all year in terms of the atmosphere and environment yeah. outside of the track, the concerts, um, the speed stage being back, the, the cool things. Traffic flow pattern was great. Man, it was phenomenal. If you're uh, in the area, this is an event worth going. That's the thing, man. Make it a phenomenal experience, yeah. and, and people will come. Look at the Indy 500, same thing. The so, fans were lined up. Um, I, I think the racing there, Casey, actually is good. We saw a lot of drama play out on the track, obviously, with Denny and, and Ross. And who else with Ross? Logano and Ross. We had all kind of problems. I'll tell you what ain't good there. The spotter stand. The location is crap. The angles are crap. What you can see and can't see is crap. So expect to hear a lot of complaining out of those guys this weekend, well, rightfully we so. We actually got – they have given us a second location to – Yeah, because that's what you want. Bring a, bring a, <clears throat> that's what you want is two spotters well, at a mile racetrack. you don't have to have two spotters, but yeah, you, you have, have to have somebody go and check in in one of the locations. So. If the tent isn't there in one and two – The stage was the issue in one and two. And the Whatever stage, the stage was, was one and two, the tent was turned four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, if, if the stage – doesn't block that in one and two we're okay yeah we'll see uh i'd also like to congratulate ross because i think that was the first time you actually said his name the entire show and i think we've mentioned him in the topic what happened to them do they have damage they were slow Ross was fight. He couldn't get into the he corner. He said in an interview that his car was bouncing like basketballs and just sliding around. That's yeah, he a, couldn't get into the corner. You get near him, he'd just let you go. He wasn't even a I thought uh, the way he was racing, I thought he had damage. Like, no, he, like, yeah. they were, they, it, clearly they missed it. They had a lot of speed everywhere, too. Surprised by that. But 99 again, had damage. No practice, no qualifying. Big deal. I Big mean, you saw that all year. And he stayed out of trouble. Well, it's easy to stay out of trouble when you can't race. <laughs> 20 miles an hour mean, slower than everybody else. Go ahead. You'd be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, can't forget out about our Dirty Mo Media Bracket Challenge. I think it's. TJ versus Freddie in the final four. We've Get got some. Bubba and Kislowski. Get you some, he said. And Byron versus Bowman. Mm. Byron. Should be, should be interesting. Byron and Bubba. That's your two winners. Guess we'll find out. I think you're wrong. <laughs> I just can't wait to, if we do win, whoever we're matched up with, we got to race him at Sonoma. So that'd be. We, we, oh, Bubba's <laughs> great there. It's one of his best tracks. Hey, we're, I remember he drove a 43 car, and he spun out three times with the same lap. <laughs> well, no, that's remember. not true. He had the motor blown before turn four in that 43. That, that was, no, I think there was a 23, I think. Oh, uh, what? Well, yeah, I, think the, I think it was the first year in the 23. So yeah. he just went to the wine. I'm going to miss going to Sonoma. I will say that. I am going to St. Louis this weekend. I'm excited about that one. Dude, that's not a I know it was a 23 because remember it was only it was a year or two because I, I went down and got a bunch of beer and was sitting up there with you idiots drinking the whole time. <laughs> During the race. I remember that. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening. Don't forget to catch Dirt Vision. You can watch our show this Wednesday along with tons of other racing content. And check out Tri-City this weekend. Have a great week. We out. Holla. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo. Dirty Mo.